1: Is that, the clap? Uh, that was the clap. I'm I'm like a I'm like a frost giant now. My claps are just uh, full of uh, bass. Got it. Uh, everybody, this is a clap man. This is a hardcore podcast uh, done remotely for the time being. Um, I'm missing both of you gentlemen, and uh, cool. I am Patrick.
2: I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Nice to hear
1: from and, you guys. And uh, yeah, night. No, I'm back in the U.S. Everybody. Oh. <sighs>
2: welcome home <laughs> same as it ever Sounds was like
1: it. Uh, yeah exactly the same this is very familiar stuff uh not living on a different planet uh, didn't walk into total insanity
2: so so you, you uh shout out to our sibling podcast worst possible timeline um but you you detailed there just a little bit did it feel real weird when you got into lax
1: uh, LAX itself was chill as hell. Uh, I was embarrassed by the customs officials wearing uh, construction uh, masks rather than uh, any mask that would ever help them. It, like, basically, we're just an embarrassing country right now. Like, we don't got shit figured out. Um, so I was a little bummed by that. Uh, they asked me if uh, I don't know if you guys have this problem, but I answer things in an honest way that sounds equivocating because. I allow for the fact that I'm wrong and nobody on earth likes this. So like, it's like when a girl that you're talking to asks you, are you talking to any other girls? And you say, not really. And instead of saying no, (laughs) what what she wants you to hear, what she wants you to say is no. And you mean no, but you're just trying to be safe because just in case. Maybe somebody said something in your DMs and you responded positively, but you wouldn't say you're talk anybody. But you just say not really, and then you get in a fight. That's what it's like for me when I'm entering customs, and they go, "Have you been around anybody with the virus?" And I, what they want to hear is no, and just keep your day moving. But instead, right. I've got to say, well not to my knowledge. Uh, however I was just on two international flights. And before that I was on a number of, cra- you know what I mean? Like I do this thing where I'm like, yeah, unnecessarily- it's like
2: they're, they're they're rolling their eyes before you finish. They're like, Oh, fuck
1: yes. It, Why are you like, doing yeah. this? Why are you right. answering? Like people the just want the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people no, want the answer the right to keep answer. their life moving forward. Um, uh, so, uh, I did that, uh, but got in, uh, because I'm like an NBA player, I'm in pers- peak physical health, and, uh, and we all know they, none of them have gotten the coronavirus.
0: So no, none of not even guys guys that are not, not even playing. Haven't.
1: What's the deal there right now? Do, do they <laughs> do they do they have corona? Tom, or do roll, they, I thought,
2: roll, roll on this information for the foreigner. Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, I mean uh, Rudy Gobert had it,
0: um, and he there was like a. Do you not? Did you not follow any of this?
1: So I remember being on an on actual podcast in real time when you guys said, oh, oh uh, yeah, th- this fella's got it. But then I thought everybody – I thought every team had multiple dudes with it. But did you guys – were you being sarcastic when you said they don't got it or do they Yeah, not? We were being, oh, I was being sarcastic. More and
0: more. Like his, so his teammate had it because the guy who, who had it originally was being like real laissez-faire about not touching other people's shit. And he, <laughs> the, the star player on the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell – and then Kevin Durant has it from the Brooklyn Nets. Oh. Um, I think there were four Nets altogether that tested positive.
2: Four Nets altogether. Uh, one of the Celtics, two of the Lakers, members, members of, the of teams. Yep, yep. A uh, member of the Denver Nuggets organization. They didn't say if it's a player, coach, whatever. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's who out knows? There. Kevin Durant was out partying with Drake the night before the game. Drake might be down. Wow. Send in, oh, send in the troops. It. Drake is down.
1: Drake. <laughs> he'll go oh. To Canada
0: and get perfect health care. So he'll be okay. That's
2: right. He's on the six. That's it. He's
1: on the six. Uh, so what's the deal though? These guys are sick, but they're not like sick, sick, right? They're just testing positive.
2: Correct. So, so far. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so like, let's take a minute before we get into our sponsors. Um, because we know. <clears throat> We have a demographic that all skews young in terms of this. In terms of fucking coronavirus, COVID-19, we have a young demographic. Uh, If you haven't gotten the news and somehow you're getting your news from Axe to Grind, uh, (laughs) God, fear for your soul. Fuck. But, yo, you're at risk. There are people dying in our age range. There are people in the ICU in our age range and uh you just got to be careful with this shit uh take that to mean what you take it to mean as i told my mom when she was saying oh i think i'm gonna go do this i was like mom you're an adult you can do what you want but that doesn't sound like a prudent move to me and that's what i think (laughs) everyone should just think like hmm like for example yesterday i went and walked around in the woods didn't see anyone else uh oh actually we saw two other hikers who uh when we were walking, they got off to the side of the trail about ten feet and let us pass. And we said, "Waved hello," and that was it. Didn't see anyone else. <clears throat> I felt like that was safe uh, social distancing. Um, you make your own decisions and live your own life, because I'm not a cop. But um, but let's not let it get to the point where the cops are telling us all to not leave our houses. That that that's not what I'm here for.
1: No, I, I, uh, I didn't have the good fortune to be born uh, into the wealthiest country in the world to then be told that I got to stay in my fucking house. You know, what I mean, so uh, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not game for that. Uh, you're gonna see me.
0: That to that, What's that? It's scary that it may come to that because people are fucking around.
1: Yeah, it is scary that it might come to that. Uh, I got a ton of feelings on it, but we'll reserve them for uh, the Patrick yeah, rant, like a psychopath uh, portion of the uh, podcast. Yeah, um, let's let's get let's get into sponsors instead. Let's
2: get into sponsors, and um, <clears throat> today we're doing our buddies' close casket activities, our buddies' Wish Inc. We're gonna get into them specifically, but I want to mention Run for Cover Records and To Live a Lie Records right up front. We really encourage you go there with the Axagon Grind promo code, which is. Back the grind. And you're going to want to...
1: Spell it out.
2: You get a discount. And it's nice for you to use it, and it's nice for you to get 10% off. I'm not going to begrudge you that, but what I do want you to do is go support those record labels. It is important at this time not just to support bands but record labels because what you may or may not know is that supply chains and et cetera, et cetera, and the places where people go buy records are not really buying records right now Um, simply because, hey, record stores are, for the most part, not allowed to be open. That's rough. That's going to impact some of these labels directly. I strongly encourage you to order direct, support them, order from their distros, support them. Make that not just the four labels that we mentioned, not just our old buddies at Triple B, but look around, see what you can do now. I know discretionary spending might not be there for everyone, but, uh, but while you can, when you can support those who, who make this world go round.
1: Yeah. Um, and if I could also offer, uh, sometimes when you're stressed, buying a record makes you feel good. So uh, g- give that a shot.
2: Yeah. You're like a Charlie Brown, right? That's the, that's the thing that does that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, a, that, that's a uh, Linus.
2: Linus. Oh, Linus. Who doesn't like Linus? Um,
1: uh, oh, I, I I get it. He's a little bit of an introvert, you know. Maybe maybe, maybe you're not with him. Maybe, maybe he's a little too, uh, you know, he keeps to himself. He's uh, I get it. Tom, but he's no peppermint. He's no peppermint Patty.
2: Tom, who is which peanuts character uh, am I the most like? Um, <laughs> I
0: don't know. I'd say let me think.
2: Um, Snoopy, Woodstock, yeah, Peppermint Patty. Uh, who's that dirty kid? I was gonna pick make pen. a joke, but I don't know if you take it. Now go for it.
0: When you yell at Patrick, you sound like the teacher.
2: Oh, good. Okay, good, good, uh,
1: good. <laughs> teacher? That's true.
2: <laughs> I think that's what I sound like to Tom a lot of the time. Patrick, um, Pig Pen.
1: Uh, no, I want to be. I want to be Snoopy's Mexican cousin, uh, Spike. Uh, Spike.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I think Patrick. I think Pig Pen is Patrick. Who are you, Tom? I'd probably be Charlie Brown. Okay. Um,
0: and, and Bob would probably be, you're not that
2: introverted. No. Um,
1: fuck. no, but you're not, not bossy enough to be Peppermint Patty. She's like, a no, who's the, asshole. who's
2: Peppermint? Who's the, uh, the girl Lucy. with the glasses, Lucy. No, Lucy's the woman, the girl who always pulls the, the, the football. You know, oh yeah. She's the, she's the, you're not, that's style. not your
0: style either. No, that's not my style either. You're the sixth okay. guy.
2: You're not a, yeah. uh, fuck. who's, who's who, the black kid. Am I the black chart? Pe- Peanuts
1: uh, character?
2: What's name? He's chilling He's kind of cool <laughs>
1: He's definitely chilling you know like, could... The only
0: thing I can think of is that dancing scene With the Bad Brains music over it Oh yeah, I'm trying to picture who's in that Hold on, I'm going to have to Google I, this...
2: You take a look, while we're doing that also Patrick, I'm going to ask you this Who would the CEO Of Close Casket Activities Be if he was a Peanuts character
1: Oh, uh you know, let's give let's give him uh, let's give him Woodstock because he's not trying to he, he's helpful and not trying to get in anybody's business.
2: Yeah, that's true. He's that, or he's Bomber Z Snoopy.
1: He's <laughs>
2: oh, the Red Baron.
1: Red Baron, oh, of course. Yeah,
2: yeah. So he's right there. He's like a cross between those. What's Woodstock's character in the Red Baron series? We should figure that out. Um, for Close Casket, they've been busy. Uh, I think he's got a lot more coming really soon. But something that's still new for him is that Acacia Strain, It Comes in Waves record. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this, but that's a band who means quite a bit to quite a bit of people. Uh, the first press of that record sold out real quick. Insanely uh, quick, yeah. yeah. and And uh, I don't Have you guys heard anyone talk about this record
1: in general? Yo, l- let me say, we <laughs> – Bob, this I, – I know this wouldn't surprise you, but maybe it would surprise some of the listeners – that identify most with your musical taste. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We have multiple listeners with Acacia strain tattoos. Think I about that. Think crazy. about how crazy this world is.
0: They were a big band and they were an entry point for a lot of people. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. I'm not mad
1: at them, but I, it's just like, I didn't know that that was like a tattoo band, you know what I mean? But, it, but apparently it is. And God bless.
2: yo, it makes it actually makes me happy to think about the person who has an acacia strain tattoo, and also listens to axe to grind, yeah. and maybe fucks with shit like the bad brains. You know, like there's no rules and there's no rules against any of that. I think they're out there, absolutely, um, and that's fucking cool. So, I also think that this is an interesting record. You know,
0: <clears throat> this is my uh, favorite. Their stuff, I think.
2: I think it would be a lie for me to say this isn't my favorite of their stuff, but it also would be kind of misleading for me to call this a favorite. But I do think it's a really interesting listen. Um, And I don't think if you're someone with my musical leanings, if you haven't heard this band, this is a record I would tell you to check out. Um, Because as we've done on some of the classic hardcore ranking things and whatever, um, this is a record that even that if I liked it, it would certainly inspire me to check out the other records and knowing the Acacia yeah. Also, by name,
1: let everybody stop. I didn't stop know your what bullshit. they sounded
2: like totally. And this didn't offend me.
1: It, here's the thing. Everybody's got more than enough time right now to check. Out.
0: Yeah. I mean, all you got is time and Spotify. So get busy. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, so everybody, why don't we do this? Anything we talk about today, Listeners, go check it out because I know you can. You know what I mean? You got nothing but time. Go fucking give it a listen.
2: You know what? If know. Go ahead.
0: No, I think a lot of people hear that name and they assume like of your or stuff like that. Agree. Like crap. Yeah. Uh, but I think this, like you listen to this record, this isn't that far afield from like Harm's Way.
2: I totally agree. And I you think
0: know, it's not as like chunky and moshy. It's kind of, it had a little bit more distance to it. I was super impressed by it. I, this is the first thing that I liked that i of theirs that i would re-listen to
2: you know and let me say this i would re-listen to this because some of the moments on this record and these songs had parts that were like quite honestly interesting and cool and i could see like you said harm's way i'll throw jesus piece in there i'll even stretch it out to stuff like "Year of the knife obviously stuff like knocked loose like this is an interesting
1: as well oh yeah
2: Mm -hmm. so um, for the heavy hardcore fan, I think this is a must check out and you might be exposed to something you like. So go to close Order this Acacia strain record, go on Spotify, listen to it right now. Go ahead and pause the podcast. We'll try to make it real easy for you. Okay. You're back. Did you enjoy it? Cool. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, go order some of that order something else. Uh, enter the promo code acts to grind. Tom, what do you do? Spell it out. Boom. All right. <clears throat> Let's, uh, Let's head out the pike and talk about Deathwish Inc. Mm. Are you
1: gonna
0: sing Mass Pike. Are you going to sing it right this time?
1: Last night on the Mass Pike.
2: That was close.
1: Sadly, I think you're
2: getting. Did you do any vocal lessons while you were on vacation?
1: Clearly, <laughs> because
2: you sound you didn't have the the like magical warble that I, I usually attribute to you, which is the mm. last night on the Mass Pike. Okay. Um, that was pretty good. Well You know, I've been working. Um, <clears throat> so uh, this is for when we do our uh, barbershop quartet style, hardcore cover band. Oh, I like that. I got some idea. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so uh Deathwish probably not going to release that. Do we have a Jake and Trey from the Peanuts catalog?
1: Oh, um,
2: um, I mean, I would think
0: be Charlie Brown.
1: He could yeah, be. And Jake, Jake, his line is Linus for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Please. I'm looking at the list of uh, Peanuts. Yeah. I don't know half these people. Can I van <laughs> I, can I for a second and tell you? Yeah, please. You can help me pick up Bob because I don't know. Charlie Brown. Shirley. Sally Brown. Marcy. Peppermint Patty. Schroeder.
2: Oh, Marcy. I like Marcy. Schroeder. Schroeder, Schroeder the, the piano guy.
0: Snoopy. Spike. Oh, Schroeder's
1: the music guy. Linus is the nerd. Right. Schroeder's the, the piano guy. Yes, okay. Linus.
2: I like Linus. I'd, I'd roll with Linus. All right, Spike, Linus Van Pelt,
0: Lucy Van Pelt, Woodstock. Yep. Yep. This is this is where it goes off the rails for me, and you guys might know better than I. Eudora, no. Franklin. Nope. Franklin? Franklin's a black kid. Franklin's yeah.
2: black kid. I, I'm I'm half Franklin, half Linus. I like Frida. Nope.
0: Violet Gray.
1: Nope.
2: Lydia.
0: No. <laughs> no. A a patty? Another patty? Not peppermint patty, another
1: patty? That's the the unfortunate Irish stereotype. Yeah, really.
0: Rerun Van Pelt. Never heard of him. If it's not rerun from what's happening, I don't really know what's happening. Um, Pigpen is considered a supporting character, which I have something to say.
2: Pigpen being that far back. Come on now. And Lydia, Shermie? Shermie. No. Totally Stop lost. That. I think we need to dive further into the, uh, the Schultz verse here.
0: Shermie. Someone called the goose Eggs. There's four of them. Peggy Jean, the little pigtailed girl, Loretta, Marbles, Maynard, Naomi, Olaf, Jose Peterson, Pucci. Happy just say like Jose Peterson? <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. This is on the peanuts.fandom.com website.
2: Oh, wow. Well, I know what I'm doing with the rest of my evening. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't know if
0: I'm Rus- lucida or a Jose Peterson. I think I want to be Jose Peterson. We should do this and like come up with like a psychological test. Like which peanut are you? And you'd be like, fuck. Oh, yeah. That's a I'm good Sher- one. Who the fuck is Sherman?
1: I love the name.
2: Sherman. Yeah, we we know what your firstborn will be named now. <laughs> Shermy! <laughs> um, so, so yeah, peanuts verse. Okay. I I also want to say that I think Trey and Jake drawn as peanuts characters would be rad, and both would do rad peanuts dances. So, um, or but, we uh,
0: put that out to the uh verse and see if we yeah can, uh,
2: yeah make that happen? Somebody was, somebody was, give me a, a Schultz style Trey and Jake please. And while you're at it, if you want to do ours too. Oh yeah. oh yes yes we have some very talented artists uh, listeners. Thank you. Yeah. Some of them, yo, both of you. How much of a compliment is it? when we see people who are doing their creative thing or doing their work and they cite like, Hey, thanks. I, I listen to you while I'm doing this. That, that's one of the warmest feelings I get about doing the oh, podcast. Fuck yeah. Well, absolutely. I love Patrick that. does not give a shit.
1: No, I give a shit. I give a shit. Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I actually, like I always say, the people that are like, yo, I listen to fucking three year podcasts. And I'm like, "Yo, that's like six hours a week. It's a lot, man. Um, I appreciate you a lot like uh, and to anybody that the people that come to us and say, uh, yo, I was a little disconnected and now I feel much more plugged in to what's going on in in hardcore music. That makes me really fucking happy because not to get um, not to get heavy about something small in the face of covid, but I still think hardcore largely rules. So I'm I'm happy when somebody uh, comes back to enjoying it as much as they did when they were fucking 20. You know, I mean, so uh, no, no, no. thanks to all our listeners,
2: yeah, major shout out. Um, so uh, Deathwish, 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 uh, they are releasing a new Oathbreaker record. Um, awesome. it's kind of a single, it's called Ease Me. Um, they've got a bunch of packages. If you've listened to this podcast, um, both and have gotten to know my musical taste is uh, not a band you've probably heard me talk about them and borderline rave about them because they're a band who doesn't fit kind of the standard stuff that I, I listen to or what people would assign me but I, I love this band and uh, their last record was just like miraculous to me I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it I love it so much uh, New Song is awesome I'm really hopeful that we see more material from this band but if we don't Um, I'm excited for this one. So check that out. Their distro is very robust. I did get a peek at some of the new stuff they have coming up. Really cool. Uh, Not for public consumption yet, but I think you'll be excited when you see it. Oh, and also (laughs) let's vamp a little bit on this, the blacklisted eye for an eye single.
1: Yeah.
0: uh,
2: Got to be back online.
1: So, I am. Uh, I'm on record as saying I enjoy late era blacklisted so much, and don't have any strong feeling towards earlier blacklisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having re-listened to this song, I think that you could be any era of blacklisted fan and still think this rules. This okay. is a good song.
0: Yeah.
2: Tom, is this the best blacklisted song in your opinion?
0: Oh, it, 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 it might be. Although I do love a lot of the stuff like no he, like, one yeah. here, like – Yeah. But like this song makes me want to like rich, like rip rich people out of their homes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like, true. Like I want to cause a Riot. Yeah, you know, I think, think – yeah, yeah, uh, Patrick, Mr. Aloof fucking Jet Setter, you want to – I want to go full fucking Bane and cause like we need to overthrow all these fucking rich people.
2: Yeah,
1: You I want think- you want to pull me out of my uh, Fifth Avenue apartment and rip the furs off of me?
0: You were merely born in it. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. There oh, we go. <laughs>
2: um, I think that might be the sticker for this single. So when it hits retail, it can say, uh, it makes me want to rich, rip rich people out of their homes and start a riot. Tom. Tom. There we go. Perfect. That would
0: like, um, be very painful for you. Sorry. <laughs> Um go to I think it's fucking fantastic. It's sad that like people acted out to to such an extent that they stopped playing it.
2: You know, it's an interesting question. Yes, they did. Um there was this really beautiful period where they were playing it and people weren't being dumb. You know, people still moshed hard because it's a mosh hard song.
0: Yeah, I mean there's nothing,
2: um, yeah. you got it. But um I'm curious. Uh, and this is kind of a, maybe a spin-off subject, but for bands that like Blacklisted or, or another example, Trapped Under Ice, who write these incredibly hard, very emotional and, and like immediate live songs that make people go fucking crazy in an overly violent way sometimes. And how the reactions impact their trajectory as a band. Just saying.
0: Yeah, no, it's interesting because I always had that kind of Um, It's not an issue, But even like seeing like uh, earlier Fugazi shows or like even earlier at the drive-in shows. Like it's like you wrote these parts, you couldn't expect like people not to react to them, right? So once you do that, you can't really get mad. I mean, to a point, like there'd be like if someone staged over during fucking waiting room, like would like the show,
2: right? Right?
0: Right. Like that's like a fucking fun like song. It's like some of you know, and stage I think,
2: you know, bopper for sure,
0: you know what I mean. Or like, after driving, I mean, I remember watching the singer from Matt the Drive in yell at Rich Hall at Bowery Ballroom for Mosh.
1: Listen, stage diving, I don't give a shit. I, I, I'm taking a hard sure. stance. You, you, guys, you guys you guys can co sign this hard stance or you can distance yourself from it, whatever, yeah. what, whatever you need. Uh, listen, <laughs> stage diving is not a fucking. That's not Oh, is high, that an extra
2: grind shirt? Stage diving is not a crime.
1: It's not a crime. It's not it's not like like listen, hard dancing it, it can be a nuisance. It can ruin somebody's enjoyment of a show and it can really on some level be dangerous. Stage diving is is can be very personally dangerous as your neck is a serious matter, but stage diving in a packed room, it's almost hard to get hurt. You know what I mean? Like
0: the the crowd walker, the crowd runners or like people that stage nine feet first.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. But, but that's the uh, Tom, that's like me saying like, you know, there's no reason that we can't all go to the gun range and enjoy our time. Uh, uh, firing a, a 22 at a target. And then somebody says, what about nuclear weapons? I'm like, yeah, no, there's a difference. Like, like, like like the guy who, the guy who runs across children's faces is different than the guy doing a considerate front flip.
2: Okay. Um, I agree. I'm pro all forms of stage diving. I think that feet-first stage dives and head walking is okay to a certain age and weight restriction. Uh, yes, I passed, I passed both those by my mid twenties. So, um, but that said, pro stage diving blacklisted. Everybody should stage dive. Um, I wish they will we ever get this song played live again when a young band covers them. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. I, I think I think it, Blacklisted covers, let's see it let's fucking, let's fucking do it also, it's I time. think if enough bands did a bad job of covering Blacklisted, that might be a way to incite them to playing a show right, like, like, oh if, Christ, let me just do this if you're yeah, like, do holy it, shit, they're playing the songs wrong dudes are just bad at it you know, I, I think it could inspire something that or a really bad tribute comp, unauthorized tribute comp to Blacklisted Oh, Patrick, can we, can we sign up both your bands for that?
1: Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've tried to get, uh, I've tried to get self-defense to cover blacklisted uh, it, live. Yeah. Uh, mainly just uh, like to have something else in our, like in the, the repertoire. Uh, yeah, well, more in like the, uh, Hey, we're going to do a sound check. Uh, we play our songs every night. You know what I mean? Like, it's always fun to have something else for sound check, but yeah. uh, uh, but you know to bang, to pull it out if there's a show where that would be fun or surprising to people or interesting or whatever. But uh, uh, as it turns out, drug d- drug church is much more. I almost called my own band drug listed. Uh, it is, <laughs> is is much more? Uh, they're much more available to that particular project. Uh, so wow. what's uh, all you uh, do? I would do some of the later stuff like uh, uh, the. the I love the song. I am extraordinary. I love it. Mm, I huh? wouldn't do that because that's obviously both long and kind of weirdly personal.
2: Uh, and what, for you what, to assume the position of singing a song called I am extraordinary is pretty good. It's really <laughs>
0: like kind of your vibe though. It's weird. Yeah, It would be yeah, hard I, for you I, to kind of own up to that and really believe that you are yourself extraordinary. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean, we have humble man, uh, blue collar, collar fetish, Patty Kins over here, just trying to make his way in the world. And, uh, here he is singing. I am extraordinary. Yeah. It doesn't fit.
1: <laughs> no, 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 it might not make <laughs> everybody happy. Uh, but something like, uh, uh, you know, like our apartment is always empty Sort of like th- there's a lot of shit you could do. Uh, Oh, matrimony. I would do matrimony. Oof. Oof. Uh, that that's a quick, that's a quick hard song. Uh, that would be like a surprise for a lot of people and fun.
2: Uh, do if you, uh, drug church should record a cover single a side matrimony. Cover Black Lizard, B-Side, Divorce, cover Quicksand. Oh, yo. Lots of
1: of themes.
2: Themes. Theme. Theme, theme, theme.
1: Do you know how this world is disrupting my themes right now? No. So the War Profiteer stuff that that Andrew has written all the music for and demoed, I was going to start doing lyrics for. But we had a whole thing going where we were going to do, like, it was going to be Trump versus Bernie for this election cycle and we had a whole thing. And now if I've got a kleptocrat and a plutocrat and that doesn't, that's not nearly as exciting as, as this, like, you know what I mean? Like what establishment versus uh, like just clearly mentally unwell dude, like, well, that could be either one of them, but
2: yeah. I mean, you might as well make the theme McDonald's versus Burger King.
1: Yeah, exactly, and, and like so. Now it's a uh, well. That's a good song too, probably. But uh, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's unfortunate. The, f- the world's fucking with my themes.
2: Well, you can Go see, to you can
0: right Go Joe ahead. Biden having um, Joe Biden having the, the Rona. That's <laughs> no, a big you think rumor. It's possible. That yeah, and that's why he's, he. No one's heard from him because he's in quarantine.
2: Uh, there's been, been so, so many
0: the worst time. possible timeline. What's up?
2: Dude, worst possible timeline. I think should happen. Fuck. Um right, well, you weird. Key- make a weird
0: comment. Yes. So I just got like a, a warning that the the set, the the eight o'clock like New York City on pause thing just went into effect, and there is loud like purge esque music playing outside. <laughs> it's really
1: Yo. fun. Can you hear that? So- oh. So, Tom, I'm I'm from another I'm from another planet. Could you tell me what what happens at eight PM?
0: Can I read it to you? Yeah, please. Is this oh. fucking? Can you hear the? Hold on. Do you hear that? I hear a dog. I hear a dog. No, but this
1: there's like loud singing. It sounds like a church choir. Like, uh, uh, Tom, I'm sorry. You're done, man. What
2: a great prank by someone being like, it's 8 o'clock and just blasting the Purge soundtrack driving around (laughs) the cities of New
1: York. Well, there were some
0: people driving around with that, like, "Ah," like there's that siren that happens during the Purge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Daily coronavirus update for New York City, 9,654 total cases. The New York State on pause executive order is in effect at 8 p.m. Sunday night, March 22nd. Residents are required to stay at home except to buy necessary items like groceries or medication, to seek medical attention, or to take care of a pet. Non-essential business, uh, businesses will be closed. Mayor de Blasio and NYPD Commissioner Shea spoke on Sunday afternoon about the order. New Yorkers are reminded to practice social distancing if they go to parks. No team sports, events, or gathering are allowed. The mayor stressed, if you leave your home for an essential errand or exercise, do not linger outside. He also added that if people do not abide by these rules, he will be forced to consider shutting down parks to slow the spread of coronavirus. It's happening. <sighs> it's happening. Poor Justin, like he was sending us like some of the things he's getting. Yeah, Justin Brown, and it'll be like, um, can you spread this out to your constituents again? It'll be like, everyone, bring all their clothes and stuff inside because the 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 uh, they're going to be spraying. Like the federal government is spraying. Outside to kill the virus. Wow! So please bring all your like. Don't leave your clothes outside. Don't leave your shoes outside your door because the federal government overnight. That's why everyone has to be in by eleven o'clock because they are like unleashing this coronavirus killer.
1: Because we're because we're,
2: no. we're living in a fucking hellscape.
1: No, but but that's all. That's all just weird. Like like uh, that's Facebook shit, right? That's just like Facebook ants spreading rumors.
0: Um, yeah, I mean he's getting a ton of these messages. I mean it's not true, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just another aside, this will probably make Pat laugh. So our buddy Brian, friend of the pod, his uh, his wife and her, her family are from India, and the they're like um, the equivalent of their president asked for everyone to go outside at five p.m. and clap and like bang pots and pans because the vibration kills the virus.
1: Oh, oh no
0: <laughs> and like he oh, um, like no. a head, and he was like dude people went out and did it like oh, she's like man. half of our family are medical doctors and they all did this I mean, I guess people well, desperate times I don't know but yeah
2: desperate times is right people are is clinging it? for things to go on and that is the time when this I was of gonna of say is that is
1: that is that dangerous. uh is that is that Modi Yes. Uh, well, Mo- Modi is kind of a proven, uh, like legitimate weirdo. So, so it's it's weird that the people haven't picked up that he is uh, he's like Trump plus Biden. Like he's Trump with the populism shit plus maybe some like my like brain. Like a minor is not stroke or
2: something. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. like most of the country support him.
1: Yeah. So oh, he, they love him.
0: Yeah. So but, he's not Trump.
1: <laughs> well, but he's he's on like he's his he's got a Hindu nationalism uh sure. uh sort of populist thing going which if you catch India in the right year is fucking big. So so like he he caught a wave uh but like if you ever watch yo you got to watch these like super cuts of him acting really fucking strange and like <laughs> and like we're not talking about cultural differences. We're talking about everybody in the comments is Indian being like Yo, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> uh, he's a weird guy.
2: Okay, can, uh, so uh, go buy the Oathbreaker record. Go buy the Blacklisted record. Deathwishing.com. Enter the promo code. Axe the Grind. Axe the Grind. And can you guys do it at the same time? You need to. Spell, yeah. spell it out. There you go. Um, Extreme Patrick.
0: Dan Cortez over there.
1: Yeah, I'm coming. I need you guys to vamp for a second, though. I got to pick. I just got a message. I got to pick something up at the front door. OK, go I, for it. I'll be back.
2: Uh, Tom. Yeah. Have has anyone made the bad joke that coronavirus was a uh, is if let's do let's do worst possible timeline here. True yeah. or false. Coronavirus was sent here to uh, end all of the Biden voters.
0: True, obviously. <laughs>
2: True or false. Uh Patrick has taken econ course in the past 20 years. False True. for sure. False. This dude, he was you gotta listen to the worst possible timeline. If you this is for like listeners that. too. Patrick is spitting some econ shit. And I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? I think like this my. yeah, yeah. Get fuck out of here. Yeah, he
0: and have, <laughs> he doesn't have two singles to rub together. He's telling us about. It, it, hit a
2: point, it hit a point where, where Eric goes, yo, uh, this might be a little too far. We might need to pull back. Like, Wow. Um, because then it made me think, what are the things that I would trust Patrick to do? I would let him watch my child. Like, yeah, My child, child might not be happy, but he'd be safe. Yeah, um, he wouldn't know how to
0: interact with a child, but
2: no, he'd be safe. Yeah. He'd be safe. I'd let him house sit. Yeah, maybe. Um, order a meal for me? Yeah, yeah probably. Mm. Do my taxes? No. No, 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 no. Um, lead the country uh, with economic reform packages?
0: I mean, he can't do any worse than what's going on now.
2: That is very true. Um,
0: you know, um, yeah, I, mean, I would trust him with a kid. I would trust him, like... If you were like, "Hey man, like, I gotta be out of town. Can you do me a favor? Can you like stay at the crib?"
2: Yeah, like
0: you, you wouldn't have to worry about him being a creep.
2: No, though. Though he did tell that story about uh, using a. Did he tell that on the air? I don't remember. I don't remember, so I'm not. Well, going we'll hold to. Off, he would be. He would be a good. He's a good house sitter. He's done it professionally. Where are you, dude? Yes, but uh, and and you know, like, hey. Uh, would you trust him to proofread a letter you wrote to someone? Yes. Yeah, totally. Maybe he could add some flair. Sure. Um, write a nice note to someone for you. Sure.
0: Uh, yeah. gonna <laughs> write it. He just doesn't know the niceties.
2: That, oh, that's such a good point. I'm going to go through some of his stuff and see. You know
0: what I mean? Like, he's yeah. not a warm party, so I don't know if he could get that.
2: Yeah, well, he. It, you know what I think it is for him? He's either full – it's full Shakespeare – or full, full, deadpan, nothing. You know what I mean? There's no, there's yeah, no yeah. soft. There's no. It's either velvet or steel. Yeah, that's, which that's maybe true. is the next. That's the next uh, self defense record. It's Velvet steel. Um, uh, how how's work going? You all right? You're working no, today, okay. so that's not good.
0: No, it's terrible. Um, no, it's it's really awful.
2: Well, is, best uh, of luck. Yeah. It Thank is you. Uh, It is getting wild out there. I've been – I was saying to Patrick when he came on that I'm starting to hear stories of people who are – like young families leaving New York City if they have the means to. Um, I'd recommend it. Yeah. That's fucking wild.
0: I mean it's so concentrated. Everyone's like half the the cases are in New York. I'm like, of course. Everyone lives on top of each other.
2: Right. Yeah. My sister is – they're sticking around. But they only have a – their son is going to be one in a couple months. A couple weeks rather and so they're chilling in Bay Ridge they got a nice spa they got a little backyard I think they're fine Yeah, but, should be. but like I, I thought about this because you know got a six year old yo you got a six year old in New York all you're doing every day is going to the playground or running around the hell outside could you imagine because you were a child could you imagine being a child in New York City and being quarantined
0: no no I some uh, so I forget some like writer or whatever was like my next door neighbor, every hour or two, brings all his kids outside to yell for as long as they want. And then they brings them back inside. Fuck. I mean, I get it, though. It's like, what the fuck? And then there was that ranger. I think he's a ranger. Cal Clutterbuck. Okay. Yeah, so he was like filming, you know, what they would. He's got three kids, like young kids, probably all younger than Ace. And okay. like what he's doing. And they're like running and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They're like running up and down the driveway. And he like this. He picks up the little one. And he's still like filming. The kid like takes fucking glasses off and just throws them. And he goes, "This is why you don't film with children around." He looks like you could tell, like he wanted to like drop his gloves and like like (laughs)
2: like
0: pull this kid's fucking ashkash magash over his face and just fucking lay into him. But he's like, "I'm filming." (laughs) You could tell he had that like, "Oh man, this dude's real
1: mad." Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Uh, fellas. Yeah, I I just. uh, I, I just drank some orange juice really quickly in an effort to, to wet my mouth and then get back to the podcast. And what I went down whistle. the wrong, went down the wrong pipe. And now <laughs> I sound uh-huh. like I'm Corona. Um, yeah, right. It's
2: okay. We were talking about how I told the story, how you were talking econ on uh worst possible timeline, like mm. economy stuff. And I said, yeah, you're, you're like one of those bad memes where they put somebody who clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it's someone dumb like Joe Biden going, yo, this MF are spitting. <laughs> and it just says stop. Yeah, yeah that's that's where we we're that's where we're at.
1: know um, I'm t- I'm typically right until until I border on conspiracy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought
2: it, the moment of the, the it's maybe the best worst possible timeline moment is where Eric, as I mentioned, so excited to re- record. He's you he can hear the energy in his voice, and he goes, ah. Uh, I mean, maybe that's just going too far. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he really pulls you back at at some point in a way that, like, I was like, oh, thank God. He needed to get fucking grounded. Um, you guys want to talk a little hardcore?
1: Let's talk some fucking hardcore. I'm in. <sighs> um, well, we
2: have... All right, so we have... Y'all been getting extra episodes. Uh, more of that stuff's coming, so I uh, hope you're enjoying it. Patreon listeners, you're going to get even more, so hope you enjoy that. Um... Thank you guys for the positive feedback Uh, as we're fond. And most podcasts are fond of telling you most good podcasts. will say tell a weird friend, share it, let them know that that can really help us when we post our shit, repost it. um, That visibility. I'm just saying there's fucking bands who are bad and they have more followers than us. And that's, that's, (laughs) we we should have more. Um, But did they buy them? Yeah, they have to have, or they just got really dumb listeners. And like, to be honest, we want to upgrade their listeners. They can get smarter by listening to us. Um, oh, I'd sure. like that. So um, let's see. I don't think we really had. We had catch up. We're caught up. Um, PK, you're going to be in California for a minute, right? But then you got to come back here and record a couple albums, right?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm falling behind on. Uh, so Drug Church wraps in like a day or two days.
2: Wait, are you going and, the incendiary route or what?
1: Uh, how do you mean?
2: Drug Church wraps.
1: <laughs> uh, why is it okay when you say it? Because, why, because why, why I am
2: making okay? a reference to you. I don't think they actually rap.
1: They fucking clearly rap. Uh, so Tom's uh, being quiet
2: because he knows that those dudes will be like, fucking Patrick with this bullshit. So
1: He's quiet because he knows they rap. And they so, rap.
2: Well, so do I. We all rap. <laughs> we all rap. Well, so Drug Church raps.
1: Uh, we might on this record. Look, for the record, I'm not against... I'm not against rapping, and as we've talked about a million times on this podcast, all good New York hardcore bands have at least one staccato vocal part that sounds like bad rap. That's a fact.
0: Utah Today does. Shelter does, for yeah. sure. Yep.
1: For sure. So uh, I, I like all that stuff. I, I'm game. I You know what? I was just going to suggest, because we were going to do, uh, uh, I don't know if we're still going to do this, but just make kind of suggestions for people at home to check oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should do uh, that. Let's do like um, things that we've been listening to or things of that Fury, we think, that, like, I was just going to suggest, uh, I was like later in this podcast, I was thinking about it, but I'll do it now. Mentally vexed. I think everybody should go listen to, and I'm sure if I gave that a listen right now, I could find one staccato part where I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) so. (laughs) say it again. Did you do some cocaine
0: while you were like when you ran to the door? Because you sound like I am listening to this podcast on one
2: point five. No, you know what no, it I is. What it he is. he drank some orange juice. That's all it takes. No, here is
1: what it is. Although, if you remember that uh, that Bad Brains quote about drinking orange juice, that that's correct. Uh, uh, where they say that the, they were disappointed that the Clash were all on speed, and all all the Bad Brains has to do is drink orange juice. Um, but no, here is what it is. Uh, when I am away from a podcast for even thirty seconds then I have to catch up with all the things that I would have said during that. So uh, I get real like 1.5. <sighs> okay.
0: Um, I'm going to talk slowly. <laughs> I'm going to talk 0. 0.5 all right, so, so people can catch up.
2: Sorry. No, I like that. I'm I'm, ex- I'm going to try to put the speed up because I think you were pretty on. That was like a 0. 0.5. Um, let's do Sound and Fury 2020. We'll talk about let's give the lineup and then – Talk about the fact that it's scheduled and do we think it'll happen and all that fun shit. Um, so Sound and Fury 2020 is scheduled for July 11th and 12th at the Ventura County Fairgrounds. Uh, so it's going back to kind of right where it all started, which is pretty cool. Um, is that the same place or not? No, uh, the place it started the first couple of years where it was at this place, the Alpine Skate Park, which was okay. in Ventura, but uh, just up the road. Ventura County Fairgrounds is a place I started looking at in 2007 uh, for this. And I am pretty, pretty excited to see that it's finally ending up there because it couldn't be better. You can literally walk to the beach from there. You can walk to downtown Ventura and the pier and like uh, Ventura is a very small town, but it's, it's got a real charm. Like, california beach town like you know downtown huntington beach that kind of vibe but just I a little see. smaller yeah yo it's it's awesome so um very exciting uh that it's there and it's it's going to be different than being in downtown la so i, I think people will fuck with it lineup i'm going to read the lineup and then we can kind of just talk about it generally absence of mind angel dust anxious fiddlehead god's hate mm. gulch gun jesus peace Knocked Loose, Magnitude, Method of Doubt, Never Ending Game, Nothing, Ooh. Ooh. One Step Closer, Portrayal of Guilt, Regional Justice Center, Result of Choice, Risk, Slow Bleed, Tsunami, Super Heaven, Touche Amore, Wiccaface Springs Eternal.
1: Did you say Super Heaven? I did. Mm, interesting. Nice,
2: nice, uh, nice pull, I think. Deep cut.
1: Uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff on that list that so here's what I think uh, uh, this particular fest does well. It hits on the stuff that California is excited about without seeming local. Do you know what I mean? And I think that there's certain energies in California that you're not going to find elsewhere in the country, certain things that people in California are excited for that maybe in the rest of the country would be uh, uh, less uh, electric and, uh, But Sound and Fury does a good job of placing those things in a lineup in such a way that the rest of the country is game. And I think that that's cool.
2: Tom, lineup thoughts? Anything that you particularly grabbed your interest?
1: I mean, I think it's just, I mean,
2: and
0: this is only the first first announcement. Yes. I think if you look at this, this is like kind of, you know, some of the who's who of like what's popping right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, never the Never Games, the fucking portrayal. It's, like, literally, like, a, and it's a good cross-section of, uh, you know, of what's going on. And I also like that this, beyond any other fest, does not depend on the old reunion band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Touche is probably the the oldest band on here.
2: Yeah, I think that's for sure. Um, not in terms of, like,
0: like, age, but, like, the longest running band, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the oldest band, like yeah. longest tenured band.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, them nothing, maybe them nothing. Angel Dust is in there, but you know, then it's all stuff that's new or has that new energy still to it, which is really cool. So
0: the only two bands I'm not familiar with, Gun or Risk.
2: Yeah, I think those are both Cali bands. Um, that's great. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not familiar I'll with them either, fun. so I'm, I'm excited to check them out. Um, God take you back. Yeah, that's right cuz they haven't played a ton. Did they, they play? They didn't play when incendiary was out there, did they? No. Oh, wow. Huh. All right, then that's something. Um so anyways, this is happening. Uh I can tell you that I think it was exciting to hear something that wasn't uh COVID-19 news. Uh but with that there's also a level of fear, like and I actually thought it was really cool the way Sound and Fury really laid it all out on the table. And they were like, yo. And I speak about that. You know, these are my friends. So I knew this was coming. But it's a conversation. Um, like, how long will this last? Like, right now. Because this is talking about Sound and Fury and talking about the the shit that our world's in. What would you put the odds on that this happens on these dates?
1: Uh, pretty good. Do you want, do you want some, not insider, like I know somebody at the CDC, but insider, like I know booking agents quite well. Sure. Uh, So I I spoke to a booking agent last night uh, who uh, went from a lot of money to zero money in a day and about the fall, because I have a tour scheduled in the fall that everybody's, not just enthused is going to happen or not just pretty sure is going to happen, but is also really psyched that we locked in the dates as early as we did because now fall is an absolute bloodbath of everybody believing that that's when things will be normal. So let's jump on it. So every day, so so yes. So check this out. It's crazy. Uh, Fall is fully booked. So everybody is booking either winter now or betting on the summer. And so there's a thing going on with booking agents where they are all taking risks on the summer with the, with just Hoping Against Hope. And the belief among the majority of them from the two conversations that I've had is that uh, Sound of Fury should be, uh, we didn't talk ex- explicitly about Sound of Fury, but about that time period, uh, should be uh, by everybody's measure uh, safe. And hopefully people will be excited to go back to, to shows at that time. Yeah. So if I was a betting man, I would say, uh, I would bet on this happening.
2: Tom.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I tend to agree. I don't think this might be the first right. big thing to come, you know, or big show. I don't think there's going to be a ton of stuff before then.
2: Yeah, this is my, that that I think is everybody's hope, is that that this all wraps up by June. If it doesn't, uh, as you have heard on other episodes that we talk about this, uh, shit gets real, real scary, real dark. So, um very excited about this. If you want to go dark, go read the Imperial College report on COVID-19, uh, where it discusses the potential ramifications of the next 18 months. Uh, pretty fucking crazy shit. Um, that said, Sound of Fury is exciting. Last year's was, was truly some special shit. Um, and I expect this year to kind of have that same flavor, but a different thing. And um, that's what I, I, I really, you know, and I think... You guys probably can agree from an attendee standpoint as well. When I see Fests, when I see shows, I want it to be good. I want the bands to be good. I want the sound to be good. I want to be comfortable. And I want a really cool, fun experience. Uh, And they do it very well. So big kudos to Riley and Martine and Madison and everybody else
1: who works on this.
2: Another crazy lineup.
1: Can you imagine? A couple of those bands are young. Can you imagine their moms on the phone with them, pleading with them not to play a large, music, large music festival so 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 soon? Because my mother, I'm 112, and my mother is going to be mentioning this to me until at least the fall.
2: How is your mom doing with the social distancing? Is she
1: good? Uh, she. So I don't know if I told you she's quite convinced that she was already thoroughly exposed. Uh, so she is not worried for herself at all. Uh, I spoke to my father for the first time in weeks today. Uh, and he was weirdly ignorant on it for a guy that reads three newspapers a day. Uh, like didn't know that there was a latency period. Didn't like, I had to inform him why I'm avoiding him, you know? Um, and, uh, uh, they, everybody seems fine. But uh, like when I explained to my father, yes, you are certainly going to get this. It's just important that you get it on a day where like, I don't have a doctor calling me saying, I got to say my goodbyes cause you didn't get a ventilator. You know what I mean? And, and he goes, so I'm going to get it. And I go, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to, it's like, it's a cold, you're going to get it. I just, so it was a interesting conversation because even somebody who reads mainstream uh, news all day, there's not much, to, by the way, there's not much to do when you're incarcerated at this, and the facility is on lockdown. So uh, he, he's exposed to this stuff all day and uh, still kind of didn't know some of the facts. So at any rate, uh, my mother feels good. My father is mostly optimistic, uh, but I need my dad to get sick at the right time, not the wrong time.
2: True. Tom, how about your fam? I, we've, talk, we've been talking a lot, but I haven't asked you. How's your fam doing with all this?
0: they're pretty good they're all in the same town in jersey yeah uh, my mom is you know she just turned 83 um and she's a stubborn Irish lady
2: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: so um, you know we're we're um one of my sisters lives like um in the same house with her you know her and her husband live in a separate floor or whatever like so my sister Colleen is kind of uh been tasked with the whole like can you can you not do that right now? Like do you have to go to you know, like yeah, you know, because she's like, what's the problem? Like I don't get it. It's like, oh, you know, you're a three year old lady. Like you might want to stay home. But she's been pretty good about it. We got her a, uh, it's like Alexa thing with a screen. So we, uh, and we're gonna set it up so she can Skype. Because like she, I haven't seen her in months. my other yeah. sister, sisters aren't able to go see her because we're all afraid we're going to be the asshole to get her sick.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: And like, my sister works for the government She works for social security Like my youngest sister who still lives, lives there And like she'll come home Literally like not even like say hello And like go downstairs and like She, has, she showers, she like throws all her clothes Into the washing machine like where yeah, She's sure. being completely vigilant Like super vigilant to make sure You know
2: Yeah, It's scary though, it's super scary you know? Yeah, yeah, my mom lives on the other side of town And I uh, haven't seen her for a minute And uh, not planning to, so uh, talk to your folks. Make sure they're being smart. Don't don't let them be dumb. And if, if they're going to be dumb, then just tell them, hey, you're being dumb. Um, do we want to do recommendations or do you guys want to answer some hardball questions from our Instagram followers?
1: Ooh, uh, you tell me if uh, are the questions intelligent, if they're intelligent, we can hit the questions. Otherwise, we can give suggestions for days, whichever people want to do.
2: I think that the questions are quite good. So let's, let's, I'm actually pretty impressed with them. We'll kind of hit them steamroller style. We're going to, we're not avoiding any. So we'll go right through them and then, uh, then save some time for, for recommendations after this. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to do an order here. Uh, best fiction book, best poetry book, best converge record, best California hardcore record. So I
1: like those jumps people
2: yeah. just made right there. Best fiction book.
1: Uh, I enjoy the book Blood Meridian more than anything I can think of.
2: Uh, I am uh, there's a lot I will say. Uh, the fiction book I go back to is uh, Grapes of Wrath. Interesting.
0: I'm going to go Lord of the Flies.
1: Oh, good book. Oh, that, uh,
2: that,
1: what one of my favorite. Books one of my favorite lines in all of fiction we did everything adult adults would do what went wrong
2: (laughs) yo lord of the flies is a fantastic book wow uh best poetry book i can't think of one that i would say is my favorite
1: no i'd I'd have to really think about that because i don't like any of the like kind of modern ish dudes that people like uh that people want to big up uh I tend to like uh, guys from uh, the 1800s who uh, their wives were probably writing it for them. You know what I mean? The, 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 that's more my style.
0: Why don't we say the Patrick and Jeremy book?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. There yeah, go. Jeremy
2: Bohm's book with someone else is really good. Uh, <laughs> I think they did some autographed copies that you can get. So, that's a I fact. What fucking autograph looks like.
1: You know, people really like those. I, I, I'm I grateful for everybody that picked those up. I know that it's largely Jeremy's kind of draw that, that made those pop and I, I appreciate him involving me. So let me just say like, if you checked it out, anybody, and you enjoyed my portion of it, uh, I I'm grateful that you, that you gave it your eyes.
2: Uh, your portion was really good, Pat. It was good. You, you, good work on it. Thank it you. was, I know it was outside your comfort zone. I thought you did a, a very good job with it. It was interesting. Um, and Tom, I also am curious what Patrick's autograph looks like. I don't know that I've, but you signed, do you sign with X's, right? I do. Yeah. Good. Um, best converge record.
1: Jane Doe. Um, so people think I'm being contrary because I often am. Uh, and that's not what's happening here. Uh, I like yeah, this the MF Mosh Spittin'. core stuff, so like when Forever comes crashing, that sort of stuff. And <laughs> and I like the one from a couple years ago that was all gallop, like all the songs were like almost crust level gallop. And was I that forget Ax the name fall? of it, but I, I like that one quite a bit. It's, it's it might be two ago, so if that's X to Fall, that's correct.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It might have been All You Love, You Leave Behind, or whatever.
1: Uh, that, well, I'm going to uh, ax to fall. I think is the one with the gallop maybe. Um, be, Cause that's no, the one yeah. I,
2: I uh, I'm not a converge fan, So I'll leave it there. But, but the ax to fall I, I own. So uh, best California hardcore record. Best. Oh. Do you think, can you call, can you call black, black flags, a hardcore band, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um.
2: Fuck. Uh, I'm going circle jerk group sex. Ooh, it's a good one, really good one. Uh, Tom, circle jer- jerk group sex or black flag damaged?
0: I think I prefer circle jerks.
2: Yeah. Yo.
0: Know, like, black flag, obviously has more
2: bangers all told. But group sex is so one, so good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go since you took that uh, and we've talked Black flag I will go ooh, I'll do the first infest LP ooh.
1: I'm looking through so uh, I think I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. California for a lot of East Coasters is uh, largely like a, a wasteland. Uh, yeah California yeah. feels strongly about California. Well, but,
2: and it's, that's also a certain age too. Like I think if you got into hardcore pre 2002, uh, that's like, that's in, and on the East coast, it was ingrained in your head that California was, uh, the gross cousin.
1: Yeah. Uh, just so coming unfair, up, really unfair. Well, sure, 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 sure. But like coming up, coming up, like I was not listening outside of like the very classic stuff. I, there was nothing coming out of California that interests me. Um, and even right now, going through my iTunes, it's like Justice League. <laughs> I mean, like, there's, there's not much on my iTunes that I could say definitively is from California. Right. Uh, so I'm trying to think. I, I, I honestly would have to really reflect on on something that I loved yeah. from California.
2: All right. What's the next question? Um, favorite Walter band. Tell us why. Who wants to start?
1: I'll go Go, and I'll say it is now uh, it is now probably rival schools. Yeah. And uh, I was super late to uh, quicksand super late, which means I was super, super late to rival schools, uh, rival schools. I didn't give a proper chance until like last year um, and rapidly became a favorite because I think that it is, it doesn't have the most intense moments of his career. Doesn't have the most like youthful energy of his career. But does some is some of his best proper songwriting of his career. And it doesn't mean that every song bangs. There like I have mixed feelings on different records. But uh, there are some fucking smart moments on those records. So, uh, quicksand. If somebody wanted to tell me quicksand had more bangers per, per album or whatever, I'd totally go with that. But. Uh, I think yeah, rival schools, rival schools right now, is uh, uh, underrated in my view.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Fuck, um, I'm gonna go rival schools. Uh, I've been a big fan for a while. I didn't give them the proper chance when they were around, uh, despite the fact that I worked with a dude who was a super fan. Shout out to John Meat uh, Meat Sheet Fanzine who did a rival schools interview and lost the interview tape and then transcribed it from his memory, which was pretty funny. Good move. Uh, they, what Pat said is very true. I actually, I love quicksand a lot too. Um, quicksand is moodier, angrier, but rival schools carries over all the same emotional resonance and kind of like get your gut moments that quicksand does. But without the uh, without so much anger, uh, I think it's an incredible band. In that the uh, all three albums, the uh, United by Fate, Petals, and the Lost album, um, which is called Found now, uh, are are fantastic. And um, yeah, it's 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 mature. And I'm sure when I was 20, when I was 16, Gorilla Biscuits was my favorite Walter band. And when I was 20, it was Quicksand. And at 30, it probably became Rival Schools. Tom,
0: I'll probably I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to say Quicksand. Yeah. Mm. I just think those, especially those first two records, or the first EP and the two LPs. Yeah. I just think. There's no, it, it it's, it sounds unlike anything else. Yeah. Um, I think no one has been able to, to do it since. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's like
2: tons of biters and nobody's really pulled it off. I think the closest yeah. is Renee Hartfelt, and they don't really pull it off. It's a different thing. They're, they're almost more like rival schools.
0: Absolutely. And I think there's a ton of bands that do incredibly well, but like most bands that I know, like, Everyone's tried to do their quicksand band and it sounds like fucking new metal.
2: You know what's something that I think people forget with quicksand is that uh, Alan Cage on drums makes a huge difference and also they had lots of fast parts. So when people try to do quicksand bands, they almost always go to full mid tempo and lose the right. fast parts and that, that kills the ferocity of it.
0: Like Lion Weight is a fast fucking orchestra.
2: Yeah. Yo, listen. My- so it's, yeah. Yeah, listen to some of the songs on Mana Compression. There's some really just fucking fast parts. Yo, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Quicks I love Quicksand. Like, Walking oh, Concert,
0: shit. incredibly underrated.
2: Super underrated. That record's great.
0: Well, exist anywhere anymore, which sucks.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. It, it makes me crazy. It was released on some weird label. Was it on Sum? No, it wasn't. I, well, no, it might have been. It might have been on Sum. And I don't. But it was when Sum was partially owned by someone and had big distribution. So I don't know what the ownership rights on that thing look like. So,
0: Yeah, it's such a great, like, it's like, it's a softer rival
2: schools. today. Yes, it is. It was, it was a logical uh, progression from what he was doing in rival schools. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. Any other comments or Pat? I, I think I stepped on you.
1: No, no, no. I was, I was going long, but I think rival schools for anybody that's listening, that is like a dyed in the wool, hardcore kid that like largely thinks of Walter as gorilla biscuits. Uh, Rival Schools uh, is 100% worth your time, and I did not acknowledge that until late adult, like 103. So yeah. jump on it now while, uh, so you don't embarrass yourself.
2: Um, Tom, I'm going to ask you this question first. Why yes. has Pat not done a mosh hardcore band lately?
0: Why, like, why hasn't he joined one?
2: Why hasn't he done one? I don't know.
0: Um, I think uh, he's might be concerned about blowing out
2: his voice what is the last mosh hardcore band you did pat no uh uh
1: there was a band um that had mosh parts that is remembered only in the most hickish parts of uh of upstate new york where if i'm at like a shop right in ghent new york the guy stocking the shelves will tell me that he saw me in a basement uh in the mid-2000s
2: playing with (laughs) what band
1: on the verge of
2: okay okay good uh also listener who will certainly hear this i found an end of year warm demo whoa you'll never guess Uh, who had it
1: uh who had
2: it you want to try to try to it was someone who was going to put out a comp seven inch with all albany bands on it and end of year was going to be one of the bands it's interesting do you remember
1: that would be be so long ago that i I couldn't hope to remember. Uh, Nate Wilson. Oh, no shit. Yep. Uh, How about that? Wow, Nate Wilson. That must have been during the vinyl boom because the idea of putting out a a comp with uh, Albany bands on it uh, seems insane now.
2: I should give you the list, Uh, but but we won't kill the
1: listeners with it. Um, uh, So so the actual answer is uh, if Taylor Young writes it, I'll perform on it. Ooh,
2: all right. Um, Taylor writes something, but maybe we'll get Tom to do some shit too. Uh, Ooh, all right, I'm into that. When the new self defense album dropping, when the new self defense album dropping, and where the deep, that deep dive at. Um, we'll do it soon.
1: The number you have reached is 100.7 WMNS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland
2: is, is a rock and roll
1: city for sure. Yeah! Right? down! The wrath of the buzzer. WMNS. Cleveland.
0: The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles. The Wrath of the Buzzard. P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe
1: now wherever you get podcasts.
0: Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. and listen to something about the Beatles now at Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts
1: yeah we'll do it soon we're we're, we're locked up no reason why we can't
2: yeah Uh, and I'll I'll use I'll I'll send you the deep dive that we did in 2010 to refresh your memory on some of the old old shit interesting Um, when's the new album dropping this year right
1: uh, yeah. Uh, although everything currently being pushed back, uh, I hoped we had planned to record like basically the first week of June, and now I have no idea what the world holds. Okay. Was well, John Mark?
2: John- oh, no. Go ahead, John Markson.
1: No, uh, Taylor.
2: Oh, that's right. Because Taylor did the last record,
1: didn't he? Uh, Taylor d- Taylor does all instruments. John does vocals. Got
2: it. They did a, a very very good job on that last record. Shout out to yeah. to Taylor and John. Was Tony Brummel ever considered a cool guy in the hardcore scene? Never once. Uh, No. Yeah, no. Negative. Yeah, always, always had that weird stigma. Uh, If you talk to older folks, they'll be like, "Yeah, dude was a dick." I I am curious about his pre-victory days. I have a feeling he was a puffed-out chest kind of blowhard. But if anything, victory might be a testament to the fact that he was doing something right, which is shitty. Who is the most intellectual hardcore band of our current era 2010 plus by sound most intellectual band by sound
1: Oh um Okay not lyrics we're talking just the music going um, Well I think
2: I think we can include lyrics in the sound I don't know I think I think it's oh, not I think, okay, it's, so not, I think, think it's just saying like not like we're not looking for who's the smartest person in a band
1: Okay, no, 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 Dan. And if I have to hear that Dan Yemen's got advanced degrees one more time, I'm gonna fucking throw up.
2: Doctor uh, Dan. Oh, what about
1: city? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty ten plus.
2: The... Let's let's just say bands but, uh, have twenty ten plus records.
0: No, but I'm just saying about like Dan, like
2: the rest of us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You guys got a couple advanced degrees, and some yeah, someone, someone I, who works in city government, huh? Uh,
0: yeah, um, I'm gonna say no. No, I'm not. Uh, Patrick, but I would think self defense is up there. Mm. I think husbandry, okay, mm. just like smart music. Sure, sure. Um, what else? Who else is like? Hmm, kind of impressive. Uh,
2: fuck. Smart hardcore bands. Not fiddlehead? not oh fiddlehead oh fiddlehead sure sure fiddlehead fiddlehead fits in there. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm trying to think of a few other power trip, but the music isn't smart. Power, nah, nah. Power trips, smart people with smart ideas playing caveman music. Um, what about like Defeat? okay, yeah, Defeater, Band- Touche, maybe.
0: Yeah, all those. I think those kind of bands that have like paragraphs and paragraphs of lyrics.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm going to give this to Touche. Actually, yeah. uh, for this reason. Because because I know them, I know that everybody involved is thinking about the final product like right. at coming together as a thing in a way that I don't think about anything that I do.
2: Well, and I think and, that that almost shows, like, you don't have to know the band to kind of feel that that energy yeah, come true. off their shit. Patrick,
0: what have you heard about the whole Ross Robinson experience?
1: I've heard everything about it, and I don't know how... I, I don't think Jeremy would be uncomfortable with me sharing, but I should probably check. Uh it is as insane as you would hope it is. Why
0: like, him?
1: Uh, so okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk on what I know without getting. Why don't you Why
2: don't you just say why him and then let's try to do a Jeremy check in this week?
1: Okay, uh, I'll say why him, which is uh, they were uh, excited to do a single, skeptical on doing an album, and then when they did that single, and they couldn't deny that it was what they wanted. So uh, when it came time to decide on the album, they said, fuck. So basically it was, oh. let's do this for the experience. Oh shit. That's the best we've sounded in a while. Let's do That's that. Total. All
2: right. Makes total sense. Um, what's everyone watching on Netflix? Uh,
1: I, I am trying to make the Apple TV in this apart, in this condo work. And I haven't touched Netflix since I got here because I can't figure out the Apple TV. It's over my head. Um, so I don't know.
2: I'm watching a show called Designated Survivor that I don't know if it was. A, it seems it has to have been network TV. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland in a post twenty four role, pretending being a president. It is so. It's like procedural, like like Law and Order style, but also has a couple through thread plots. Um, it's comforting because it's. So dumb sometimes, so dumb, but, uh, right. it's good. It's good fodder for when you're fucking around on your phone. Um, so check out designated survivor and I'm being told the new new is that, what is it? The tiger, uh, tiger what, man, over what is it? It's tiger, oh, man. uh, tiger King. I've been told oh. tiger King is the best thing Netflix has ever done. So we'll see about that. Uh, we'll take some Netflix recommendations. Tom, what you got?
0: Um, I watched the Burke Kreischer stand-up, which is pretty funny.
2: Nice. Okay.
0: Um, and mostly, I've been sticking to YouTube. I've watched a bunch of an old show from 2007
1: called Ego Trips: The White Rapper Show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Which is as bad as you would remember, or you would think it sounds like. Um, and it's funny.
0: Like one of the guys in it is like kind of a dork. Well, they're all dorks, but this particular dork would always sit across from us at uh, this like vegan place on First Avenue. That's and, funny. like, I'd see him, like, hallelujah, holla back. Like, he was, like, a fucking fool. Fuck. And then I've also watched – and if anyone is just needs, like, quiet, like, engaging music, Ben Gibbard from Death Cab has been doing an hour set every night. Wow. Like, at his, his, like in his little, like, home studio. Uh, and he's literally done it every night this week. It's, if you like any of his stuff, it's amazing. And he's using his like his kind of uh, position. He's like raising money for a bunch of stuff around Seattle, different like homeless shelters and stuff like that. So if you need some just kind of like chill background music, I can't recommend that dude enough.
2: True. Nice. I like to hear that. Um, best hardcore documentaries to watch while staying at home. Uh, fuck. The Descendants one. Okay. Yep. Love that one. I
0: thought the Jawbreaker one was great. Mm-hmm. Um, American Hardcore was garbage. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's what, that one gets you so hot. <laughs> I, think
0: a lot. I think the New York Chronicles one is okay, but it misses a lot of shit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's some bad. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of who else. And there's there's a Bad one. Brains one, right? There's a Bad Brains one, which makes you feel real bad.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Would you say Indecision bad, one?
0: There's an indecision one, Daryl yelling at HR the whole time in the Bad Brains one. Um, <laughs> but, like, the sentence one is really just that whole story. The story is, like, super uplifting about Bill Stevenson being so sick and all sorts sort of stuff. The, the, the AF one is fantastic.
2: Oh, yeah. Right. Godfather's Beautiful. hardcore. Yes. So there's a bunch. That's good. I'm not – I don't do a lot of hardcore documentaries, but I have some time, so maybe I'll check some of those out. Any other ones on your radar, PK, or not? Nah?
1: No, I might I might uh, give the Slapshot one another chance while I'm home.
2: Oh, yeah. Isn't there a DC one like Dance of Days? Yep, that one's uh, that one is actually quite, quite good. Um, I have to watch that. Yeah, somebody, yeah definitely check that out. Um, as a 30-year-old, why do I even consider what 16-year-olds have to say? Uh,
1: I can answer this. Uh, it's easy to disregard them the same way that it's easy to disregard a 55-year-old you're always gonna think that you're the smartest person uh, the smartest whatever uh, and you might be uh, but uh, in the same way that I don't think there's any reason to listen to a five-year-old but parents will tell me that they have wild insights on occasion uh, a 16 year old is not going to have your life experience but they might have an enthusiasm for enthusiasm for a topic uh, that does give you some uh, some insight that wouldn't have occurred to you. Because you're fucking old and spent, so no, you don't. You don't need to listen to a 16 year old on climate change, but you do, or, or some scientific understanding that it would really probably be above their fucking pay grade. But you should listen to what their concerns are at least. That's my perspective.
2: Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I like to listen to young people and people who are older than me because they have very, very different perspectives and that can help illuminate shit for you. Agreed. Sparkling water. Yay or nay? Yay. 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 Favorite porn star?
1: Classic. All time. Current. Current. <laughs> Jesus like current for
2: you. What's your favorite right now?
1: Uh, there's a woman named Victoria June that I think is very beautiful.
2: Let me think. Um, man, it's been a while. Um, I like how aggressive Gianna Michaels is. Um, mm. Tom, nothing?
0: You know what? I don't know if I have a, a go-to. Yeah,
2: All okay. right. All right, for you guys. Favorite non-vegan or veg thing you miss?
1: Tuna. Um. Hmm.
2: Uh, for the non-veg and non-vegan folks this is a good time to check out some vegan and veg food easy to get in the stores still Uh, give it a whirl stay away from our stuff yeah give it a whirl (laughs) thoughts on Botch I don't have many you know
1: I don't have many either this was a thing that I was told that I had to love my whole life this and Coalesce are the two bands that I was told I had to love and maybe it's because I was told I had to that we are the Romans is obviously good, but never connected with me. So uh, uh, you're in the same boat, Tom. Yeah,
0: I do. I fuck with Coalesce more than I do with Botch, and there's no. It's the same thing. It's like it's this is clearly really well done, just never really hit for me.
1: Yeah, maybe. So I recently, I think I told you guys, I recently re- revisited that Acme record. Yeah. Uh, maybe I will revisit uh, We Are the Romans while I'm home.
0: How did Acme do for you?
1: Uh, better, bet, way better this time around than any other listen in the past but it still is pretty arm's length. I think there's some fucking cool moments on it though.
2: Tell me this, both of you. There are people who love Botch, right? Not just because there are certain uh, bands uh, out there that I feel especially in this w- world where it feels like they're universally like liked or discussed or acknowledged but I don't, sometimes I don't get the sense of if there's super fans there are super fans of Botch, right?
1: For sure.
2: Bands band. They're a bands band.
0: Like ISIS was a bands band. Yep. And I think there's a ton of other just people that just ride for that. Like that. We Are the Romans is like the top of that
2: uh, hierarchy. True. Okay. Uh, Rewatching Lost during the quarantine. Are you guys fans? Uh, No. Uh,
1: Watched one episode, uh, didn't care for it.
0: Um, I remember when it first was on, uh, my girlfriend at the time was watching it, and I was like, they're on a fucking island, and is a polar bear. I'm out. Um, yeah, later, I think it was during the writer strike or something. Yep. I watched a bunch of it, and I was like, I really like this. It's the ending was fucking horrendous. Yep. But ninety percent of the show was really, really great.
2: Favorite bagel and or spread.
1: Uh, I had a vegan bagel this. Or pardon me. a, a vegan, uh, fake, salmon, oh. thing. like so they make fake salmon here in LA out of like gray glazed carrot or some shit. Okay. And it, it looks like salmon. I don't know what salmon tastes like to be frank, but, uh, it, uh, it was an everything bagel. So, you know, the vegan tofu cream cheese and all that. And then this fake, uh, this fake salmon. And I really enjoyed it, but I've brushed my teeth four times since I finished and I still don't feel right. Yeah. Sounds right. (laughs) Tom, I'm
0: going um, everything bagel, probably some kind of vegetable cream cheese,
2: either tofu or regular. OK, uh, uh, everything bagel, not toasted with tofu cream cheese, uh, specifically from New York City. And I say this as somebody who, uh, you know, like I like New York and all that, but I'm not bagels in New York City are just different. I've been told bagels in Montreal are, are pretty good, too. I'm, I'm still curious to have one. Bagels here, you you literally go over the bridge in New Jersey, and the bagels aren't as good. It's fucked up. Or you go upstate a little bit, yo, upstate New York bagels are literal dog shit. They're the they're unbelievable bad. There's no good bagel places upstate. I won't argue. All right, okay. Uh, now that touring is on hold for a bit, does hardcore move to the rap model of constant singles? N- no, Ooh, I'd love not. it. Stupid idea.
1: I'd love it. Give me, give me more content, please.
2: I want to see continued content, but a flow like that, I think, would not be great in this genre. I think we'd see a rush to poor production and sloppy songwriting, and it would. It's literally like uh, this is like rubbing the genie's bottle for Patrick and him being like, I just want bands to put out digital singles, and then they all come out and they sound like the worst horse And he's like no not like this no
1: yeah th- th- this is my monkey's paw right here uh so yes. uh let's let's talk about this at uh, in greater length at some point because uh you might be right but i don't think that it has to be like that
2: we'll discuss uh tom thoughts on that touring's on hold hardcore move to the rap model of constant singles
0: I mean, I don't think a lot, most bands will have the access to certain places to be able to record,
2: right? I think the argument would be that you don't need the really good studio, et cetera, et cetera, to, to put something together. But those regular studios would be shut down.
1: No, that's that's what? a good point. Right there we go. Um, uh, hold on, you know, I'm going to say something. I'm I'm going to say something not to get anybody in trouble. Uh, if you're paying money, nothing is shut down.
2: Okay. Um, favorite Boston band?
1: Slapshot.
0: You waiting on me or I'm trying You've to figure got,
1: it out?
2: Oh, I'll, um, since Patrick said Slapshot, I will say... I'll say... fuck. My answer is also Slapshot, but I'll say DYS. I'm going suicide file. Good
1: choice. Oh, also good.
2: I'm months behind hey. on Axe to Grind, so make up a fake news story for when I finally get to this one. Uh, a fake hardcore news story.
0: All tours have been canceled because this is a weird virus <laughs> that was transmitted from animals, and now it's spread across the world. its I know, it sounds like
1: bullshit. Uh, it sounds like bullshit.
2: Kid Dynamite is back together, but with a new singer, uh, Jesse Standhard from Right Brigade, and now he's middle aged.
1: Wow. Pretty exciting stuff. Cartman, right?
2: Wait, what?
0: Have we established that the dude from Kid Dynamite sounds like Cartman?
2: Oh oh yeah, he does a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um uh, I love the Indecision episode. Please don't wait 111 more episodes for the MPP, MPB episode. Um, we will not, but uh, that's... going to be real short, only one record. <laughs> I'm excited for those conversations. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, how, long, sure. how long do you think we have until, until a full-fledged melodic hardcore revival? Um, it's already happened, happening, and it'll be on its way out before you know it. How about that? Yeah we're in the middle of it. Yeah. What's the best sports moment witnessed in a live setting. So not, not what's the best sport moment we've witnessed, but what's the best possible sports
1: moment witnessed in a live setting. Ooh. I mean, walk off home run. It it is uh, always going to do it for some people. Um, buzz, buzzer beater, you know, three point buzzer beater. Yeah. Uh,
2: Hail Mary pass. I mean, so I think it's, game winner, um, in person feels pretty good, whatever it is. Yeah.
1: I also, th- I also think impossible catch is, is always thrilling. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, I'm talking baseball now, like, yeah. uh, impossible, something impossible where like the, you know, you uh, uh, who was it? Um, uh, Bo Jackson r- running up the wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like th- that sort of shit. Uh, Griffey is, had a
2: few of those. Griffey Jr. had a few of those. Oh <sighs> yes he did. He was yes he did.
1: highlight real shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: I, I mean, I, um do you guys remember that Andy Andy Chavez catch uh, against the Cardinals? He like brought back home run and double guy off the first base. I was actually there for that, and really? I've never seen jubil- jubilation like that in my entire life.
2: Yeah, mm. this is a deep cut, but Tom, you're you're a big baseball fan and an NL fan, and you might remember this. Uh, Pirates Braves game seven ninety-two maybe the year holy shit like maybe ninety-three. It's uh whoever it was. It was like a no-namer for the Braves. Bottom of the ninth, Braves, the game's tied, and uh dude hits it hits it like uh bloops a single to left and uh the Braves dude just made it into slid in the home. Yeah. yeah. Andy, There we go. Andy Bream. Yeah. That, that moment was, I just remember watching it live. I think we were at someone's house upstate and like, I made my parents stay at their friend's house so I could finish watching the game. That was pretty
0: cool. Oh. So, hitting a home run, a walk off home run to win the world series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hold on. In other sports news, uh, today was the first day I talked to my father in three weeks because I've been abroad and, uh, we're doing the catch up and he goes, Oh shit, I've only got two minutes. I, uh, I need you to look up Trey Jones for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so to end some argument over there, I had to read my dad, uh, Trey Jones's stats.
2: Okay. Do you know about the 16 year old prospect the Yankees have? I do not. Okay. You should talk to your dad about this guy. 16 year old prospect. His name is J- Jason Dominguez. Mm-hmm. He's a 16-year-old center fielder from the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic signed a deal that includes a $5.1 million bonus. I think he's hitting their minors this year. And he's a po- supposedly like, like already MLB ready.
1: You know, I would have been straight shocked if he wasn't from the Dominican Republic.
2: He's a baseball player in 2020.
1: Come on. When you told me when you told me 16 year old prospect, I said, "Okay, Dominican Republic." Right. Go on.
2: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so is this the year? Let's get you big, big back into baseball this year.
1: Yanks, yeah, it could happen. Yanks
2: are good. You can have a mistress team with the Dodgers. Maybe they're going to be crazy. Um, let's get it. Uh, just how big an effect will COVID 19 have on hardcore? Pretty big. Pretty big. Does Pat have a driver's license?
1: Yes. Yeah, everybody asks this, and when I when I there's any footage of me driving, uh, people say, "I didn't know you drove," uh, which makes me either seem like I'm an asshole or just highly opulent and and pampered.
2: Tom, you do not have a driver's license. I do not, but I'm working
1: on it. Oh, okay, cool. Shit. Uh, quick, I uh, dr- the driving in Cambodia is truly insane. And at one point, uh, we, uh, t- took a, f- took a drive from, uh, to, uh, Phnom Penh. That's like five hours. And the dude was trying to do it in two. And, uh, you have to pass in such an aggressive, like blind turn sort of way that like we had to go off the road twice, twice. We had to go off the off. Jesus. I'm saying off the road, uh, because, uh, uh, on one occasion, we had to go like basically two lanes off the road because a truck was doing the same thing we were doing. So we're talking about uh, two lanes, both occupied with vehicles running uh, the same speed as each other, coming at each other at like, you know, 75 miles per hour. Uh, It is bizarre carnage on that, on that uh, uh, country's roads at all times. But the dude that was driving us, Firstly, put American love songs as a search term into YouTube and then played for us (laughs) these horrendous covers of. So that's what plays in a lot of uh, establishments over there is uh, covers of songs that you would recognize, but they're so strange that they like. So it'll be like a Justin Bieber song or an Usher song sung by like Amy Grant style vocals. And it is my God. It's so fucking weird. There's got to be, I don't know what like the, the copyright free rationale to this is. I have no idea, but it is so weird. It, it's rare that you hear an original in a lot of places there. You'll hear these very strange covers. Uh, but at one point that driver uh, hooked up his uh, uh, Facebook live as a dash cam and I was watching the comments. At, at, I was watching myself. I was watching my life flash before my eyes through this man's Facebook Live.
2: That's what Facebook Live does to everyone. Um, why does everyone hate Toby Maguire?
1: Toby Maguire or Toby uh, Morse? Toby <laughs> Maguire. Oh, uh, uh,
0: because the dance in Spider Man Three.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yep,
0: that's it.
2: I-, I was gonna say I'm neutral on him, but then Tom, thank you. I do not like it.
0: I think that was literally the breaking point.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: No one hated it before Mm
2: then. Thoughts on vile gash? Mm, Not much. It's fine. Yeah, I don't
1: got any right now. I
2: don't
0: know. I don't know enough to make a decent opinion.
2: Why is dangers overlooked?
1: Uh, well, for 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 reasons of the time period, for sure.
2: Um, I mean, so here, here, I I think they isolated themselves from a scene. And kind of wanted to do their own thing, uh, and that had pluses and minuses. I think they have a lot more diehard fans than many peers, and a lot less casual fans than many peers.
0: I think they did far better than we probably give them credit for.
2: Oh yeah, they have yeah. they have people who love them. I mean, I bet there's a lot of dangerous tattoos. I bet there's as many dangerous tattoos as there are lifelong tragedy or killing the dream tattoos out there.
1: Oh, for sure. And uh, a a much longer tail on dangers. I know people that are like super fans today, Uh, but Bob, I think you nailed it. Uh, They did self-isolate to a degree, uh, both to their benefit and detriment.
2: Do you guys think scenes can get stale if there's no new influences coming from new people? Oh, yes. Definitely. yes. Yes. That was tough. Did you ever feel that way about Albany?
1: What? Of firstly that gentleman defined stale and then asked me if I thought it was stale Yeah, it, it, then... well I
2: mean it's like patient zero for this comment because being there I was like oh my god this is this weird scene where everyone's still around You got, it, it, but everyone knew everyone and there weren't a lot of new people and as soon as there was a new pe- person everyone figured out who it was and assimilated them or rejected them out and that was it it was amazing
1: yeah and, and, and disgusting listen, but not... you know I, I'm not. I'm not trying to bad mouth people for having their tastes or interests, but I will say that if you're stuck in a period, that's not a that's not a criminal offense to me. If you're stuck in like, hey, I only like this type of hardcore, whatever. But it is going. To, if 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 you're the only one doing music in your scene, and it's the continuous, like a different version of breakdown every time, it's not going to be good. You know what I mean? Like it's you're going to run out. Your well is going to go dry, and there's not going to be much coming up, and it sucks.
2: Which band makes you feel worse? Stark weather or 108?
1: Stark weather. Few things make me feel worse than than Stark weather.
2: Stark weather's really ugly music. I think a hor-
1: yeah. horrible listen, and I mean that in a positive way. Tom, I'm
0: trying to think. That's a tough call. Um. I'm
1: gonna
2: go 108. Hmm. Shout out Colorado and Hawaii hardcore. Shout out Colorado and Hawaii hardcore. How can you market your band without being a master of social media? Be really, really fucking good live.
1: Yeah, that's it. What are that's you- it. You got to you got to have a thousand friends. Be clever on internet, or just be so good live that uh, people got to talk about you one way or the other
2: what are your go-to albums to try to get someone into hardcore? Tom, start us off.
0: Oh man. Um, probably Age of Quarrel, Mind of Threat Discography,
1: maybe Start Today. Yeah. Start Today is a good pick. I go Mind of Threat Discography. And, um, you know what? This seems like a wild card, but I've never met anybody that dislikes it. I might go with the, the dead guy record.
2: Huh. Uh, let me th- think. I think those are all good. Let me throw in Civ, set your goals. Let me oh, yeah. throw in, if they're coming from a more metal side of things, I would give them uh, AF, cause for alarm. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the minor threat discography. Oh, and, and I'll throw in... Uh, <sighs> I'll throw on negative approach discography.
1: Yeah, uh, reliably great. Most people will have a feeling.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thoughts on Denzel Curry doing "Eye Against Eye"? This is where Denzel Curry uh, covered "Eye Against Eye" with Bad Brains as his backing band.
1: I thought he did a sick job, actually.
2: Yeah, sounded good.
1: I did not see or hear it
2: how influential is the band wire in our community 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 feel like they're low-key important um i bet there was a time when they really were uh it ebbs and flows um people of a certain age probably remember when they couldn't couldn't uh avoid seeing someone wearing a wire shirt at their local punk show but that's not right now i think great
1: yeah uh it is uh I'm more of a Colin Newman fan and that's been like a huge influence on on my music, but not wire specifically. Uh however, people exactly my age, yeah, uh see it as like definitely an important adjacent to hardcore and perhaps an influence. Yeah. Uh I will say people anybody younger tends to see it as purely indie rock influence.
2: Yeah. Uh lo-fi punk scene worships at its altar, which is kind of funny. Um favorite power violence bands or albums newer or older. Uh, for me, it's no comment and crossed out and siege. And then for something newer, uh, the band, which isn't that new, but been run running for running for cover from Buffalo was fucking awesome. Power violence.
1: Yeah. I mean, crossed out probably like for many people, the peak, I guess, uh, I don't know I I, uh, I think this I wanted to be a Siege fan because I like everything about them except for the recordings yeah
0: I'd go uh, CR John Lisa LP or that
2: 7-inch yeah. CR's cool
0: uh, um, we count Infest sure
1: I I, I count Infest if, but as we talked about on a recent episode if somebody just wanted to say it's hardcore that's also just totally yeah, fine yeah.
0: I also you know what after revisiting it it reminded me how much I love uh this bad discography so any of those like Sweat to the oldies and stuff yeah 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 fun like super fun I love that sort of stuff and I had not listened to it in a very long time and then I'm releasing that scar discography- their stuff on Band for free Ooh. kind of making you visit it it's great
2: yeah that stuff can be really fun um, check out Heel from Alaska the band Heel cool H-E-E-L what kind of socks do you all wear fun, boring, short, long white, black I wear um, ankle to no show so they're very short black socks. Um, and uh, I am not wearing socks right now. My feet are very cold.
1: Ankle to no show, black socks. I'm wearing no show right now, but for whatever reason, they tend to slip off my foot if I'm wearing uh, dress shoes of any type. So uh, sometimes it's got to be ankle, but uh, if I could do no show my entire life or no socks my entire life, I'd be much happier.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I go no show. During the winter, I go
2: probably Two. Nice. So call us, mm. the, call us the Fab Five and get Jalen Rose on this shit with us. Um, lifetime or saves the day?
1: Lifetime. Uh, li- uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, Lifetime. Which hockey move is best? Slapshot. The Mighty Ducks, Mystery, Alaska, or Miracle? Slapshot. Slapshot. shot. What isn't to get about Folly?
1: come on man keep it moving bob please
2: yeah look if you want our comments on it you can find them um and uh they no, but it's, be... just,
1: it's just it's a setup question yeah of Let's course of course get... i I'm,
2: I'm leaning in just because i want to say look it's an easy target there's people who love them though so what isn't to get apparently a lot go for it four records survive four records survive pandemic apocalypse for future generations what are they Jesus! Ooh. Four records of all music.
0: Oh God! Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, one through four. Yeah. <laughs>
2: piece. There we go. Um, four <laughs> records. All right. Let's each just pick one hardcore record to survive the pandemic. Just right one. side. Bright side. Patrick.
1: Uh, 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 arise
2: uh, Minor Threat discography. Alright, best quarantine viewing, something comforting but fun. So this is a different slant on this. Best quarantine viewing. I uh, I recommended someone watch Freddie Get Fingered Freddy got fingered the other night. So that's comforting and fun.
1: Yeah, if if for no other scene than the hospital scene where he's swinging the baby by the umbilical cord.
2: Yes. The
0: only, th- the only scene I remember from that is Daddy, would you like some something? That's the only thing I remember.
2: You don't remember the scene where he's yelling, Freddie got fingered, Freddie got fingered? <laughs>
0: No, know I, what? I, Tom Green got real, real fast
2: for me. Agree. Somehow Freddie got fingered. Just slipped in under the wire to me. That was it. I. Week. Yeah. Uh, TV show. What do you got, Pat? Anything quarantine viewing?
1: Uh, just that I interacted with Tom Green once, and he was hysterically himself. Yes. Like so perfectly what you would want Tom Green to be new
2: guy worked as his personal assistant for years said he was a very nice guy and a good boss so nice Mm. uh favorite after hardcore solo project so examples being frank turner frank turner city in color tim barry tom i think this is your world
0: god damn that's like a tough post hardcore best solo project yeah um
2: I'm gonna say "Walking Concert" for me is Walter's. It's not hardcore at all. It's not even like "Rival Schools" isn't hardcore. It's at least the Jace walking, and it's also not a solo project. But I'm saying "Walking Concert" uh, for Walter.
0: Yeah, you really can't go wrong with that. Um, right Turn has got some great records. So does Tim Barry. So does Chuck Reagan. Uh, I love, like, really love the first two City and Color records. Uh, what about that? I mean, Dashboard Confessional. Okay. There How about? I
1: mean, um, I mean, kind of well, sorta. Kind
2: mm-hmm. um, Patrick, anything for you?
1: No, okay. not my world at all.
2: Best alternative for toilet paper.
1: Um, I'm going to say a. Uh, so, so in Cambodia, all the toilets, uh, some of them offer toilet paper, but they also just have like a. Like a like Ooh. the spray that you would use to to clean your dishes, like yeah. one of those hose nozzles. Um, they got that next to the toilet to spray your ass. And I'll tell you, after three weeks, I'm, I'm game.
2: Uh, I want to shout out Ruby Rockwell Comics. They're on Instagram, uh, and they sell comics on Etsy, and they suggested using 90s comic books.
1: So. <laughs> Not oh. wrong.
2: Lots of, lots of soft paper. Not even... Ho- <laughs> Go ahead, What's that? Are they saying that also because it's bad? Yeah, and there were a million copies printed. And it's like one of the last era where they were using the newsprint. So you could get a real nice wipe.
0: Right. I mean, you're going to leave a track. You're going to leave that. Oh. Like, it's face, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, like... Hopefully not Mary Jane, you know. Um, sure. Not even hardcore adjacent. Give me your favorite Black Sabbath song. Paranoid. Good one. Uh...
1: Uh, what's the song after forever? Um,
2: after forever is really fucking good.
1: Anything off of, uh, master reality. I like, uh, after that, uh, I like, I like that entire record. And then after that, uh, black Sabbath becomes, uh, tracks to me.
2: Um, I truly love volume four. I love volume four. Uh, I also love the first two Aussie solo records. Um, my real answer is after forever, it's taken. So I will say um, Snowblind. Good song. Nice. All right. Uh, what happened to the Facebook group? Yo, rule of life don't talk about Facebook ever.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, also, uh, to have a thing is to enter a contract to no longer have it at some point.
2: Most underrated hardcore band of the 90s. Underrated.
0: Underrated.
2: Is outspoken underrated? I mean, musically, I'm not with it, but they had a
1: moment in the 90s. Yeah. Underrated for sure. Uh, uh, who else is underrated? Yeah. Um...
2: Rorschach, maybe, knotted but they get nodded at by bands. Yep. Turmoil. turmoil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Turmoil, oh, turmoil is lost right in the right in right the for sands sure. for real. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you say, All Else Failed, Pat?
1: Uh, I would, for sure, I would say All Else Failed. And I would say, as I've always said on this podcast, Endeavor is, uh, sure. to me should be a thousand times more influential than they are.
2: Um, I will, I will nod at Los Crudos because there are people who love them, but I think that the success and uh,
1: importance of
2: Limprest has somehow overshadowed Los Crudos in, the, in some circles. And that's kind of crazy. It's true though. Yeah. Which is wild. Ben was huge. Couldn't, couldn't turn around without seeing Los Crudos shirts at shows or, or a patch or this or that. Yeah, it's true. Why is danger so left out in the broad discussion of hardcore, messy, shreds, self-isolation? This is a good okay. one. Does Tom have any advice for someone getting into D&D miniature painting? <laughs> do
0: not do Don't. <laughs> my, yeah, don't.
2: What snacks did y'all get? Uh, like right now. What's Do you have any snacks about
1: I just did grocery yesterday, spent the most that I've ever spent on grocery, but it was at the downtown LA Whole Foods. So I, that only amounted to not much. Uh, snacks, I got some vegan naan, but I got no butter, to, like no fake butter to put on it. I got chips, and I got two varieties of uh, 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 mac and cheese, vegan mac and cheese. Uh, and after that, it gets real boring after that. It's but
2: like you, apples. Did you not get any cookies?
1: I got no cookies.
2: Damn man. You, so you got no snacks, I don't think.
1: I guess it's zero. I mean, How do you say Mac, it's a snack?
2: It's a meal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. Hold on. All
2: right. Tom, I got a munch snack mix. Ooh.
1: Okay. Is, is fake yogurt a snack? Mm,
2: no. Chips or like yeah. Yeah, chips could count as a snack. Like a salty treat could count as a snack.
1: What about this? I supported Hardcore. I got Grillo's pickles instead of the pickles I like.
2: Uh, we'll, we'll we'll loosely count it. Um, <laughs> All right. It alongside another
0: food product. In their snack?
2: Yeah, true. True, true, true. Um, I got Amanda really likes the novelty Reese's, uh, that like the Reese's piece, the Reese's cup. Um, yeah. That has Reese's pieces inside of it. So I got that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I'm not, I'm really yeah. not into oh. novelty stuff like that, but she loves them. Um, what is the top Walter Schreifels track? If you had to pick one song Walter wrote, uh, what what's his, the best song?
0: Landline
2: Springs. <sighs> ah, damn. Mm, it's good. It's good. Uh,
1: Shovel.
0: Oh, man. I know.
1: Uh, Step Hold on. I'm gonna say c- can't wait one minute more.
0: <laughs> okay, Tom. Hey, yes. Question for you, the yeah. historian of the group. What was the deal with Shovel? Did they only record that for, for
2: Antimatter Yep. I think it was only recorded for the comp. I don't I don't yes. think it, it might have been recorded at the same time as Manic Compression, but I don't think that it was. So if someone out there knows more than me, let me know. The reason I asked that is that. Sometimes a band will go in and just record one song because they need to record a song for whatever reason, and they'll do that. But sometimes they go in and record more than one song, and I'd be curious about that. Um, this just makes me miss sports. Uh Yeah, w- w- we all miss sports. Um, yes. Noticed how the beat in every other Lungfish song is the trap beat? Or is it?
1: Yeah, that's, that's correct.
2: Is it? Young fish and he spelled it Y U N G F I dollar sign H.
1: Yeah, uh, Lungfish also loves triplets. Uh, th- th- there's a lot going on that uh, if you were uh, an aspiring uh, uh, like stay-at-home rapper, uh, that you could pull from the Longfish discography. So we're,
2: we're starting to cruise down here, Co. So, when did you first realize you were interested in hardcore or music in general? First music bot. Uh, I first got interested in music at like 10 maybe music 10 but not really because the first music I bought was MC Hammer too legit to quit um cassette but I, I started listening to the radio shortly thereafter. Um so whatever the alternative upstate New York station was I would listen to that and then alternate to like the pop hits radio because there was a couple, there's a Janet Jackson ballad that I, I, fuck with super hard. Um, like can, can almost get me to tears. Uh, and maybe that was that secrets at, uh, at Guptills that, that inspired it. So I'll, I'll shout it out to Guptills.
1: Uh, I'm giving it up to the Bethlehem public library. Uh, when I was, uh, probably 12. Now so
2: what was it? When or where? When, whenish, ish and where? Like, when did you first realize you were interested in hardcore music in general, and what was the first music you bought?
0: Oh, hardcore music?
2: Hardcore oh, or music in general?
0: I mean, because music in general, I was like
2: eight. Yeah. Do you remember like the what the first music you bought was?
0: Michael Jackson Thriller.
2: It's a good one. Classic. Uh,
0: but, like, I remember as a kid, I just turned nine, I think. And my sister was driving home with a boyfriend and it was my birthday and he handed me born in the USA Ooh. for like, like it was still in like that, like in retrospect, that motherfucker, I think he stole it because it was still in those like protective. Plastic yeah. <laughs> so I had to use like a steak to get it out.
2: But that was literally like a game changer. True. True. Cool record. All right. Um, do you think someone will take out Patrick for all the shit he talks? Uh, FYI, I love PK. Nah, he's pretty safe. And most of the time when people talk to him, he's good. So they'd have to, whoever it is, would have to have some real shit and maybe have to be trying to put on a show. Like like there's someone there who doesn't like him and they don't like him and they're egging him on. Otherwise, I don't think so. Tom?
0: I mean, definitely not. And if so, you're going to have to go through me and Pat, me and
2: Bob first. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, would, yeah. I, I, I think I've threatened people for Patrick before.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, well, not if I'm in the wrong. If I'm in the wrong, just let me take the beating. But here, here's what I'll say is uh, you nailed it, Bob. It would have to be like somebody showing out because yeah. if you just approach me on the level, you're not getting the energy that you want for a fight. So like the only way that you're psyching yourself into a fight is if that's what you went there to do. There's you a, know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's a couple ways someone who could get themselves there. So if somebody's looking for it, uh, Venmo me ten bucks and we'll talk. Um, there you go. Best going. Best going. Metal look. Okay. Best going. Metal look. Warzone, TSOL, Wasted Youth, Cro-Mags, Uniform Choice, or or something else. Um, okay. Go.
1: Can, can I can I just uh, totally? Um, w- w- uh, what do you call it? Where you abstain from a vote uh, because that's there's nothing positive i can say and if you guys want to like mine for like the best of the worst i'm okay with that well the
2: best look so uh, the look i think the chromex yeah chromex chromex like harley with the bandana classic um underrated is the tsol dudes look they went they went hard and they were already jocks so they were like built for it true Is there a standard for a perfect number of songs on an LP? Should intros count as a track?
1: No, get your fucking intros out of here. Do 10 songs, get out. Yeah,
2: I'm going to say 10 or 11. Uh, 10 to 12 um, intros uh, count on a track listing, but don't don't substitute them in. Same thing for instrumentals. Uh, One or two is fine. If you have more than that, uh, be mindful of your track count. Odds that Patrick has coronavirus from his traveling. Uh, what's the what's the spread like in Cambodia?
1: They they say that two people have it. But it, here's
2: the... <laughs> that's like we only so have 10,000 people who have it.
1: That's their story is, t- is two people. But that's obviously, obviously, because nobody is being tested. Um, so they are not... Sweating it, I don't want to say from a health perspective. I talked to a, a lot of Cambodians; uh, they are sweating it from a money perspective a lot. Now, if a lot of people start dying, that will change, obviously. But right now, uh, nobody I talk to is worried about contracting the virus. They're con- they're concerned about tra- contracting poverty from no tourist dollars. So, uh, I think I was honestly more likely, even though I was in a number of crowds in Cambodia. I think I'm honestly much more likely to have gotten it uh on my flights.
2: Yeah. So uh the traveling, yeah, maybe the flights. I'll put the odds that he has that he's a carrier at let's say, let's say sixty, because I don't know. Maybe those yeah the virus heard you and was like, Fuck, this dude talks a lot. Fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh Tom, kick us off with this because it should be happening right now. I think. Thoughts on no, maybe it's next weekend. Thoughts on WrestleMania being an empty gym this year?
0: I think it's insane. Um, I think um, can I can I flex for me? Oh, please. I think it's dumb just because there's a, like so this the whole season almost builds up. So this is like the equivalent of like the World Series at a Super Bowl. Like rather than just like, how about we just hold off on this? rather than have it in front of nobody. So this is like, kind of like the time where you make like new stars and all sorts of stuff. You're doing it in an empty, like practice space pretty much. Um, what I've read and what they're doing, they're not actually going to have it live. They're recording it all this week. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And the
2: only people there will be employees. So there's no way like the the results will leak. Right, 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 right. Well,
0: They're recording like, you know, we know, like the Undertaker could be doing it right. Now. You know what I mean? Like, it, whatever. But they're sort of recording this all in advance because there's really no no need to run it live. And they're also afraid that the Florida will shut down, so they're trying to get it all done now. Right, right. Super surreal. Have you watched? I mean, I would recommend even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's super embarrassing. Yeah, but watch like <laughs> ten minutes of it, and you're like, what the fuck is happening?
2: I, I did just that, and and it's such a reminder of how important an audience is to an event like wrestling it's it's i mean i think it's safe to say that it's greater than 50 percent. what they're doing in the ring is amazing they're incredible performers incredible athletes um they're doing really amazing stuff if there's no one in the arena to react uh i i'm borderline shocked and and it's part of the reason why to kind of broach this to hardcore why like live streaming shows you're gonna have to be a very compelling live view not like live you can't rely on any sort of crowd participation you better be incredible to watch for it to be something anyone tunes into because the audience is is very important i think that that's true for a lot of things that's true for many things i love i think basketball being played in empty arenas is going to be really weird
0: but it's still like something like you go, oh okay, like because they're not necessarily.
2: Oh, they're not feeding off the crowd in the same way pro wrestling is. Pro wrestling, right?
0: Performing for the reaction. Yes. Like this is just wild because it's kind of like all right, so you take this crazy fucking bump off the top rope. It's supposed to be like, oh shit, and it's like dead silence.
2: All of the language around pro wrestling is related to reaction, bump, getting over, pop, etc. It's all related to how people react. So when you eliminate that and you try to have a virtual audience, uh, that's not great. Um, what if void put out the shelved album? Uh, I mean, condensed flesh is good. It's a really cool record. Uh, maybe could have been influential and weird. The other side of the split was already that um, and, and became that. Would they tour? What kind of band would they be? That's all the interesting stuff. Uh, a, a person who knows DC Hardcore very well told me that 1984 was a very weird year in DC. And so if Void had put out that LP, maybe it'd be a little less weird. <laughs> Best record this year so far, and why is it Seed of Pain? Um, Seed of Pain record is cool. Um, I heard the Mindforce record that should be coming out sometime this year. That's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, There's been some other stuff, nothing that's grabbing my attention right now to be like, no, this is clearly the best record that's come out this year. That one step closer promo. Really good. Mm. It's been the
0: longest three months of my entire life. So it's hard to
2: say. Pat, do you got any newer hardcore records that you're vibing?
1: You know, I do that thing where I, where I always assume something is new and it's like 11 months old. So I, I I would have to really think about it. Um, yeah i don't know i'm i'm like the most recent thing on my radar was the never any game record and that was fucking like five months ago so uh, i'd have to think about
2: that. it's been an interesting little time there's been stuff that's come out there's been a few eps that have come out that have been good nothing's jumping at me even though there's stuff on the horizon that, that i'm excited for um top three bricktown related punk hardcore events all right i'll do it really quick one dinosaur boy two the turtle three anything that happened at the doghouse um atomic action or triple b this was asked by the son of brian simmons so um man what do you do when somebody's son asks you if uh which label is better
1: uh so atomic action i still think of for like sort of like brother sort of material that's like hyper aggressive or, or or uh like acidic you know uh, yes but but the reality is is that atomic action puts out uh, a much broader variety of stuff than that in the same way that a lot of people used to think that triple b was uh, you know some people thought it was bridge nine light and then some people thought that it was locking out esque and it's neither of those uh and has put out such a fucking wide variety at this point so both labels it, i think at one point you would have been able to say uh, well, it depends on what kind of hardcore you're into.
2: Yeah,
1: but but now I don't think you can say that. I think you just have to go. Those are both very good labels. Uh, yeah, uh,
2: I think Lock- undeniably two uh, of the best me, uh, labels going
1: right uh, now. Tri- triple. Yeah, and and Triple B, ha- like their output is so much that it kind of makes this unfair because they would have to be bricking a, a very large percentage to not kind of overtake everybody. You know what I'm saying, like because because the output yeah. is such that like you couldn't keep up. You could you might have a better record, but how can you have a better five records? Not easy. You know what I'm saying. So, uh, uh, I I'll just uh, without being too diplomatic, I'll just say uh, two labels that are doing a lot of things right at
2: the moment. Great. Big fan. Uh, define post-hardcore versus hardcore adjacent.
1: Uh, uh, you just okay. did,
2: my dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, Post-hardcore uh, refers to uh, the band or work that someone does after their more uh, sonically traditional hardcore band. However, it also has grown in time to have a distinct sound. Hardcore adjacent yeah. is a term that we've coined to to kind of give to bands that play in the hardcore world in the current tense don't fit the post-hardcore sound that has been ascribed in the past and kind of has a unique flavor but also it would feel not totally on the nose to call these bands hardcore examples include drug church gouge away um etc is that good
1: yeah the the monsters of non-core
2: Laid to rest versus tsunami. Who is more ignorant?
1: Oh, that's tough. I think tsunami
2: single-handedly made it okay for everyone to call each other a bitch again. So I
1: thank thank them for that. Um, They call that the other States. The question would be, (laughs) is, is, does, is future laid to rest material as ignorant as the existing laid to rest material? I I don't know. Uh, sometimes say it again.
0: I would imagine it is, but Tsunami literally said, "If you're not from California, you're a bitch."
1: That's pretty ignorant. Um,
0: so, laid to rest has to be like, if you're not from like Connecticut, the Northeast, the uh, Western Hemisphere, you're bit, or like we're gonna, they're gonna
1: have to step it up to be. A thing, right? I, no, they have to go. They have to go smaller. They they have to be like, if you're not if, from if West
2: you're not, Hartford, you're a bitch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're not yeah on the yeah, four hundred yeah. block of East Hampton,
0: like,
2: yeah. uh, Big shout out to laid to rest for using the money gun. I think that was a back to school jam. Is that right?
1: Uh, yeah, a money gun is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: Favorite Jason Farrell band post swiss I think this is a PK question.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: you go blue tip or is there something else?
1: There's, there's blue tip and then there's uh, all the other, uh, sh- not all Sean the other bands, but
2: a, co- most, a few of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jason. You know, we we've big up red hair in the past. Yeah. Time to do it again.
2: <laughs> Yo, I was going to say, I didn't know if you were going to go there. I'm glad you did. I actually think they are low rated because I, I listened to the record not long ago. The, the first LP and was like this. This thing rocks. All right, cool. Rocks. Uh, Judge the storm or the storm two, the storm. The storm.
1: Um, no strong uh,
2: listen to face rec. No, nah, not really. Yeah. I haven't really We watched that video once. Yeah. We watched the video. Um, I saw the video of him on, uh, rollerblades at LDB. Yeah. That's pretty good. He yeah. put on a good show. So shout out to him. Yeah. Light at the end of the tunnel. What positivity will come out of all this?
1: Yeah. My hope would be that some of the more, uh, petty, uh, Okay. So let me get dark for one second. I'll, I'll keep it 10 seconds. I won't go long. Uh, my hope is that in the same way that people or Ronald Reagan always said that an alien will alien invasion will bring us all together. Um, I don't expect that'll happen over this virus, but I do think that if you were spending all your time on Twitter, being a petty weirdo, uh, trying to, uh, foster grievances for no purpose, except that you're bored. I think your life got more serious, and maybe you can drop that now.
2: Tom?
0: Um, I think there'll be a short burst of decency to everybody, mm. just like they're after 9 11, and then people will go back and be shit. Sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, my light at the end of the tunnel will be that <clears throat> I hope this is encouraging people to, one, if there's something they've been wanting to do and have put it off. Feel it's right, go out and do it. Uh, two, that some of this stuff is going to encourage people to enjoy spending time by themselves more because I like spending time by myself a lot, and I think um, I think it's a really positive thing for someone to like themselves more. And three, that um, people go outside and enjoy that in a solitary way, and are respectful to shit and realize, hey, this is pretty cool. I can I can do this instead of going to uh, to Marshall's Goods and TJ Maxx to spend my Sundays. So, mm. um, favorite shelter jams, <sighs> drop the needle in quest for certainty and just let it roll, man. Uh, underrated is the shelter cover of after forever. It's fucking great.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it great, but it's definitely something.
2: I love it. I, I, I actually, the first copy of quest for certainty, that I owned skips on it. So it's, um, did you ever think about yourself? Could it be saved? Saved. Oh God, I love it. Love it. What you doing? it was great. Um, thoughts on Disneyland? Yeah. It cool. It was fun.
0: I haven't been there in a long time. They're oh, shut yeah. down. Wow, because that
2: never happened. Yeah, really. <clears throat> uh, living in California, pretty cool to have the fireworks and all that. I wonder about the uh, environmental impact. Um, seems like people who worked there were either fiendishly into it or fiendishly wanting to kill themselves do older listeners of hardcore find it harder to connect to newer bands due to lyrics
1: no. yeah I don't think that's it
2: if I'm being real there's many times when I listen to hardcore bands uh, newer bands and I don't hear the lyrics at all not, not that yeah, I don't I think, hear them, but I'm not processing them. Yeah. That's true. Why are small-sized bands who don't tour full-time trying to sell merch right now? Uh,
1: get, in where, get in where you fit in. I'm not mad. Yeah.
2: Make, some, make, make some cool music right now and put it out there. There's a lot of ears waiting for some shit. Um, book your dream first show after all this is over. Uh, this is a cool question. Maybe we will do some sort of fun activity with it so we can continue the flow here, but that's... I that, okay, sure. we'll, we'll do something. So keep that in the back of your heads for a future episode. Um, is it funny how reliant people are on "quote unquote" unskilled labor, or nah? Um, it's it's funny. I think
0: it's very telling. Yeah, yeah. And they
2: better,
0: better wages, better insurance, better living. You know, like
2: um,
0: when this—that a thing that should happen after all of this.
2: Yeah, it should. Uh, so I mean, labor's labor is the shirt I'm making. Um, respect the person who's bringing the food to your table, respect the person who's taking the garbage out to the trash can, respect the person who's, uh, picking up that trash, respect the person who's processing it, respect on the line period.
1: Yeah. A, a thing I think people forget is people tend to feel superior to people whose job they could do, but I think you got to also ask yourself, would I want to? And then if you don't want to, then just be grateful that somebody else is doing it.
2: True. Releases you are looking forward to in the next few months. Um, I want to hear a method of doubt LP. I'm excited for the mil spec LP. I am excited for the one step closer LP. I am excited for the anxious LP. I am excited for uh, the Akulu LP.
1: Akulu for me. I'm
0: excited for that Akulu, for the Mind Force to be out. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what Drug Church
2: has next. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 curious to see what both your bands do next, PK.
0: That single was great. Thank you. Like it literally, has yeah, fantastic.
2: So. Activity activities to find catharsis in that might not occur to others. Okay, um, activities to find catharsis in that might not occur to others. Um,
1: some of that some of that miniature painting we were talking about
2: yeah um, a lot of people are doing puzzles uh, also if you have a child or are near a child building Legos with them especially if they're of a certain age and can kind of be focused quite relaxing Um, Um, pieces what's that (laughs) yeah there you go um i also would say if you uh um if you've never taken a shower uh take a shower dry off very lightly but not all the way put the blanket on the bed and then let yourself drip dry just dry while waiting it's, it's very relaxing um hmm. favorite easter candy
1: I can't fuck with most of it, so I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I think I can do the the um, what are the bears, the Sour Patch Kids. I think I could do those. I
0: like those
2: Hershey, like the eggs with the the hard shell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I uh, for you for you vegans, there's some chocolate spot I believe in Portland, Oregon that does like large size Easter bunnies. And uh Amanda used to get one of those every Easter from her mom, and those were great. Very good chocolate. Um, and shout out to Meanderthal Chocolate, our homie. He said he's gonna send us some more stuff soon. A lot of babies coming in nine months. Conspiracy to make next boomer generation.
1: Yep, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of kids uh born nine months after now to parents who cannot stand to be around each other.
2: Mm. Mm. Um might be late, but I love your food rankings. Top five isolation snacks. We only have two more after this, by the way. Top five isolation snacks. Why don't we each pick, we each pick two and whoever, uh, and then we'll have one last one at the end. Um, f- isolation snacks. Okay, uh, pistachio nuts, because they're good, they're salty, and theoretically uh, they're not pure crap, but but they're also good enough that they kind of feel like pure crap too. Uh,
1: I love pistachios, but I might push it further and uh, make myself some boiled peanuts.
2: Jesus. Okay. Pistachios and boiled peanuts. We might be good on the nut department. Tom, what you got? Yeah. I'm going to go for the uh, vegan Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Okay. So we got some vegan ice cream. I am going, you know what? <clears throat> while it's there and it probably will be there for a while. Uh delivery pizza. Take out pizza. Have it delivered. Pizza's pretty good. Yeah, not
1: bad at that. Yeah. PK. Uh I'm gonna go pirate booty. Veggie booty.
2: And Tom? I'm gonna
0: go. <clears throat> Doritos.
2: Doritos? Had some spicy sweet Doritos. Those are the vegan ones. Uh, Easton had his first one today. He made a face like his eyes were going to bulge out of his head because he's like, "These are spicy. Um, They are. They're not not Mm. spicy." Um. Any legitimate axes to grind lately? Any axes to grind lately?
1: Uh, I got some more serious beefs I got to resolve. New ones. Yeah, so, so, uh, there's a couple that are simmering. Uh, let's stop. Let's stop.
2: St- stop I'm since open. the turn of the year. Uh,
1: since the turn of the year. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Um, twenty twenty. I'm living old an beef. old beef. Or old beef. Yeah. Yeah. I can't oh, my offline. I want to find out who's old beef. He's
2: right. got. He's got some ones that are are that are waiting. He's he's. You're on some real like uh, dark night shit right okay. now. It's like, slow cooking for beef.
1: Yeah, there's slow cooker beef. I like to give myself a lot of time to see if I'll just get over a thing, because I get over most things. And uh there's exactly just two right. Yeah, there's two fellas who aren't getting over. Uh they're getting guest listed to every show I do for the remainder of my life. Yeah. Mm. Uh
2: no no access to grind right now. Certainly not in hardcore. No, I got some political to grind. Oh, grinding. sure, 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 yeah yeah that that shit no no new acts to grinds. Um, will people attend more shows post covid-19 i think it's going to be a boom period right after yeah people are going to be so excited um, what's the appropriate moratorium before a band can be named social distance
1: ah somebody's somebody's jumping on it now some grind band that'll exist for 2 weeks has already named themselves that or for an album
2: to be called flatten the curve
1: uh that one's a little too, that's too heady for me but uh again the jokey grind band has probably already done it as someone who's
2: done a lot of work on discogs for for some of our upcoming episodes uh there probably is a record just search flatten the curve yeah uh thanks for giving me content it's the only thing keeping me going at work be safe um you be safe
1: yeah <laughs> thanks for Do- like that message Everybody be safe. Uh, is that is that our is that our last question? We have
2: two more, and these are good ones to close on. So thank you, everybody. When is the last time you moshed? Mm, Nineteen
1: ninety
2: nine. Undertow at Nefest. Ah, uh, shit. Um, dived its uh, fiddle head at Sound and Fury last year. Moshed. Uh, i been at least at least two years and i can't remember the last time no not that long. no 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 no, not, not crazy you know but just I'm talking five years. you're talking to patrick's talking 21 yeah and he's he's lying he, he got in a no effects pit or some bullshit um
1: oh, did you see the most recent no effects video which i start off do you no you it's sure? just it's just footage of of punk rock bowling but the first footage is of drug church
2: fuck uh. um that plays right into this question did you used to practice moshing at home i never practiced i would mosh in my room but i think he's meaning the like did you st- like the the morgado style where you you mosh in front of a mirror maybe record yourself that kind of thing no nah, i'd mosh around my room jump on my bed do do teen shit but i was never doing it for style i was doing it for uh for exercise uh yeah i never, I never
1: practiced Em- empty elevators, I can still mosh to myself.
0: But you're not practicing to be like, yeah, when I bust this out, people are going to be like,
1: hey. No, I most certainly am not. <laughs> that's true. Right.
2: All right. That's it for the questions. Thank you, everybody who sent that in. Um, that yeah, was cool. Sure. Any recommendations for, and I know we're running long here, but but people haven't gotten a lot of these. So uh, it's nice to give no, them a full I- episode.
1: I think we can I think that could be its own mini episode as things that we just really feel people need to listen to. But sure. I'm gonna say, uh I'm gonna say in the meantime, uh just mentally vexed is, is probably what I would like like I said early on. Like if that's one that you maybe maybe AF fans look overlooked at and also maybe Akulu fans overlooked that. And uh maybe they're maybe that's perfect for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh Give that one a shot if it's just kind of you've never really you've never really given that a shot.
2: Uh, For me, I am going to tell people to give a shot to hmm, 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 hmm. Uh, the uh, latest quicksand record interiors. Um, Oh, interesting. A grower, not a shower, a very atmospheric take. And it feels, it's not the first two quicksand LPs, but it is some of, it's one of my more appreciated of Walter's last five years. I I actually really like it, and it's grown on me a lot. I'm going to
0: say, I'm going back to my on repeat from Spotify, I will play it. I'm going to say, uh you just want some fun, catchy content to listen to, I would listen to same meat, Different Gravy by uh, Hard Skin.
2: Ooh, okay. nice.
0: I have a lot of to that ton. Um, and then maybe we'll go um, if you're feeling a little solo and you want to like listen to some like, sad bastard music like I am prone to do, I would go okay. not this is new to anyone, but this is something that I've been listening to. Um, Knapsack, this conversation is ending right now.
2: Great. So, um, so our recommendations are, and follow up with on feedback on that. are mentally vexed, Quicksand Interiors, Knapsack, and Hardskins. Go make it work, people. Thank you. Uh, stay safe um, and be good.
1: Yeah. All right, everybody, be good.